السلام علیکم ورحمۃ اللہ وبرکاتہ پیس اینڈ بلیسنگس آف اللہ ٹو آل آف یو لیڈیز اینڈ جینٹمین ویلکم ٹاک از واٹ القرآن سیز اباؤٹ القرآن نارملی ان دی نان مسلم اور نان عربک سوسائٹی دس ورڈ القرآن از ناٹ بینگ ٹرانسلیٹیڈ so we we just has been using the word al-quran in arabic arabic word in english language in urdu and all parts of the world this word has been not translated so we say al-quran so first of all i should tell you the meaning of the word al-quran al means the quran means the reading iqra The command was given to Muhammad Sallallahu to read. And that is read. Iqra means read. Quran means the reading. Reading of something means the, from the book. So the word, another word in the Quran, in the Arabic word is Al-Kitab. Al-Kitab means the book. Both these two words have occurred in the Quran, in the Arabic text. The, al- the Quran has been occurred and Al-Kitab has been occurred, both words. So to have the difference in the literal meanings, Al-Quran means the reading, Al-Kitab means the book, the written one. And to understand this in all our lives, in all our lives, when we go to schools or colleges, we have been pro- provided with a course of booklets or books and that book that when we read is basically when you're reading there is Quran you are reading the book you are reading the book the written one so the difference is nothing except that this Quran when I will read is from Allah the book is from Allah any book read by any man is Quran but once you read the book of Allah is Al-Quran And that is also the reading. There are many books in the world. There are many readings in the world. What you are reading. So that our talk, topic is what the Quran says about the Quran. Or we can say what Allah. What Allah says about the Quran. The reading. So today you are going to hear. I'm just giving you in my own words. You're going to hear what is Quran. What is the purpose of Quran? What is the purpose of the reading? And what is reading? Who is the author of the Quran? Who is the author of the Quran, the reading? What, why the Quran has been sent? What is the purpose of the, to send in this world this Quran? And the Quran, if it has come from Allah, God Almighty, then He must show certain internal evidence to prove that it is from Allah. You will come to know today because there are many other religious books claiming from God, claiming from Allah, there are other religious books. So I will show you certain verses, ayahs of the Quran, the reading, will, by which you can confirm the authenticity, the verification or the confirmation that this Quran or this reading is from Allah. internal proof 
you will be seeing that internal proof. Then there are the behavior of the people, one or two ayahs, when you listen to the ayahs of Quran, the reading, the verses, how people behave, especially the rejecters, those who reject the ayahs of Allah, what, they, what is the behavior of them. So these few ayahs we will discuss in our whole lecture. There are, this word, the Quran, you can note down, has occurred in the Quran 66 times, the word Quran, 66 times, again and again, the word has occurred in the Quran 66 times. So if you want to know, the, the Brother Kashif already mentioned in, this, uh, in the middle of this booklet, the, all the references are given. Today I will be discussing most probably 30 verses, 30 ayats related to the word Quran and how the word Quran has been used by Allah. Today I'll discuss those. But if you want to further study how the Allah has used this Quran, there are 66 times this word Quran has occurred in the book. Similarly, the Al-Kitab means the book. The book. This is the book. This book or this book, which, which normally we say Quran, when I hold in my hand, this is the book, Al-Kitab. This is the book. But when I read, the ayahs is the Quran, the reading. So what the Quran, what the reading says about this book, reading. The Allah says about this reading. So you must know the difference between the reading and the book. So when I read the ayahs, you will see the difference. In the ayahs, the word Quran will be there and the book will be there. The book, Al-Kitab, both. So, so this is how the lecture will go on. So first of all, we go to first ayat of the booklet. And that is Surah Yunus 10 and Ayat 37. Page number 1 and 2. <clears throat> وَمَا كَانَ هَذَا الْقُرْآنَ أَنْ يُفْتَرَى مِنْ دُونِ اللَّهِ وَلَكِنْ تَصْطِيقَ الَّذِي بَيْنَ يَدَيْهِ وَتَفْصِيلَ الْكِتَابِ لَا رَيْبَ فِيهِ مِنْ رَبِّ الْعَالَمِينَ And this Al-Qur'an, the reading, is not that can be produced from other than Allah, but it is a confirmation between His two hands. And it is a detail or the explanation of Al-Kitab, the book. There is no doubt in it from the Lord of the worlds. Now if you note in this ayah, in the Arabic, in one ayah, the word Al-Quran and Al-Kitab has been used. وَمَا كَانَ هَذَا الْقُرْآنَ Al-Quran, the word Arabic, can you see all of you? Al-Quran is in that ayah. The further it says in downwards, وَتَفْسِيلَ kitab, And the kitab is also there, the book. In one ayah, Allah is explaining the both two words, the Qur'an and the kitab. The Qur'an means the reading, and kitab means the written one, the book. So Allah says, وَمَا كَانَ هَذَا Quran, And this reading, that cannot be produced from other than Allah. The reading of the ayahs that I am reading 
the ayahs that I am reading and you are verifying this cannot be produced by other than Allah. وَلَكِنْ تَصْدِيقَ الَّذِي بَيْنَ يَدَيْهِ But it is a confirmation or the verification what is between his two hands. Where I am reading from, you all of you have got this booklet where you are confirming what I am reading. So what I am reading is the confirmation what is between his two hands. So the Quran, the reading is a confirmation what is between his two hands. You are confirming the written one. So the Quran means the reading, it is a confirmation what is between his two hands and what you are holding between his two, your two hands is the book, the written one. tafsil al-kitab And it is an explanation or detail of al-kitab, the book. So this whole book, this whole book I hold in my hand, the written one, the Quran, the, the, this I hold in my hand is a book. So this book when read is Quran. So the Quran is a confirmation what I hold in my two hands, I confirm. And when I read, I come to know what it, what it contains. So it, it, when I come to know, it is an explanation or a detail of this book. What are the details of the book? What are the explanations of the book? When I will read, then I will come to know. If I do not read and I put this book somewhere uh, up in my house, I am not getting any information from the book. So when I read, then I get the detail of the book, the explanation of the book. So this book is an explanation or the detail when you read the Quran. Quran means the reading. Remember this, Quran is a reading and by virtue you understand the detail of the book and it's a confirmation of the book. You have understood the difference is also mentioned the Quran and the word Al-Kitab. The Quran means the reading. When we read the book, the explanation comes. If you do not read the book, the book is there in your house, lying down. We have to make it the Quran. So now we see further, I ask, how can we read and understand this book? What are the prerequisites of understanding this book? It's Surah Al-Waqiyah, 56 Surah, and Ayah 77 to 80. Surely, it is indeed a Quran reading honorable. Hidden in Al-Kitab, the writing, no one can touch it except those who are purified. A revelation from the Lord of the worlds. Now in this ayah, again the Qur'an means the reading. What I am reading is the Qur'an. Innahu la Qur'an kareem. Surely this is the Qur'an most honorable, honorable Qur'an. The reading, honorable reading. The reading of the ayats is honorable reading. Where it is, where this reading is from? Fi kitabim magnoon. This Qur'an is in the Book written, fi kitab. Again, you see the word Quran and kitab. 
you see the Quran in Arabic and further you see fi kitab in the book in the book maknoon so the reading is in the hidden in the kitab when you read the book is Quran it gives the detail so this book what I hold in my hand this reading I cannot read if I I cannot read it if it's a closed book so if I open and then read, otherwise it is hidden. The Quran is hidden. The reading is hidden in the book. None can test this Quran or the spirit of the Quran except for those who are purified. It is not referring to this book I hold in mind. I hold in my hand. The hidden, what is hidden is the Quran, the reading. The reading is hidden in the book. I, I open and I read, then I come to know. And if I close down, the book is closed. So it is hidden. The Quran, the reading is hidden in the book. None can touch what? The Quran, the reading. Except those who are purified. So that means the people who are... Now this purification is physical and psychological purification. People who are not so-called born in a Muslim family anywhere in the world if they want to unconsciously the whole mankind knows the do's and the don'ts some of it right and wrong so when they read the Quran means a Jew, a Christian a Hindu or a Buddhist or an atheist or an agnostic any, any man of the world what label he carries if he wants to purify himself if he wants to correct himself he can touch the spirit of the Quran the reading Otherwise, none can touch it except those who purify. Whether you, you see wuzu or taking evolution is for salah. When you become a believer and then when you want to establish the salah, the wuzu part comes. But mankind of all places of the world, we should deliver this book, book, this book to people who are in wuzu or not, they, they are non-Muslims. You just give it to the book to them and once they read and their mind should be they want to purify themselves, they can only touch the Quran, the reading. So Allah says, La yamassuhu illal mutahharoon. None can touch the Quran, the reading, except for those who purify. Tanzeelum mir rabbil alameen. And this Quran is a revelation from the Lord of the worlds. So reading is coming from the Lord of the worlds. And this book that we are holding is written, is also confirming from the written one, you can confirm what you are reading, from where you are reading. So reading from a book. Now where it is written, this written I am talking about writing, writing, where this, this book is written, book means the writing, where this Arabic text is written, where? So in, in Surah Buruj, Allah explains Surah Buruj 85, Ayat 21-22, Majid Fi Lawhim Mahfuz but it is a glorious Quran, the reading in a lauh tablet preserved. Quran, I have explained to you, Quran is reading. Reading. This, I am reading the ayahs. This reading is Quran Majid, but it is a Quran, the reading, glorious. Fi lauh mahfuz. Fi lauhim mahfuz. This reading is preserved in a tablet. Fi 
محفوظ دس ریڈنگ قرآن ریڈنگ از پرزرو ان اے ٹیبلیٹ پرزرو جینٹلمین لیڈیز اینڈ جینٹلمین ہو ہیو کم فار دا فرسٹ ٹائم لسن ٹو می ویری کیئرفلی دس رائٹنگ دس ریٹن ون دا قرآن از اے ریڈنگ دیر مسٹ بی سم تھنگ بائی ورٹ یو آئی سی اینڈ ریڈ رائٹ اینڈ اللہ سے دس قرآن دا ریڈنگ از پرزرو ان اے ٹیبلیٹ اٹ از پرزرو ان اے ٹیبلیٹ فرام ویئر وی پیپل آر ریڈنگ کین اینی ون دا ہول تھنک ویئر از دا ٹیبلیٹ بائی ورٹ یو مین ریڈ ریڈ فرام ویئر از دا ٹیبلیٹ بائی ورٹ یو اے مین ریڈس فرام آئی ایم ریڈنگ بل ہوا قرآن مجید فی لوح محفوظ ویئر آر ایٹ فرام کین اینی بڈلی ٹیل می فرام سوری ویئر آئی ایم ریڈنگ فرام مائنڈ ہارڈ سو بٹ اللہ از سینگ دیٹ از ٹیبلیٹ یو انڈرسٹینڈ ناؤ اللہ از گیون دا ورڈ ناٹ مائنڈ ہارڈ اٹ از اے ٹیبلیٹ فی لوح محفوظ محفوظ کمز فرام دا ورڈ حافظ دا ون حافظ از دا پرسن ہو محفوظ دا قرآن ویئر لوح محفوظ دا لوح ان دا ٹیبلیٹ لوح از اے ٹیبلیٹ تختی ان اردو از اے ٹیبلیٹ ایوری بڈی ہیز اٹ ایوری ہیومن بینگ بورن ان دس پلانٹ ارتھ ہیز گاٹ اے ٹیبلیٹ ٹیبلیٹ مینس تختی دس ٹیبلیٹ از ناٹ میڈیسن ٹیبلیٹ ٹیبلیٹ مینس تختی اور دا لوح so they say this man is his his slate his you can synonym words for tablet slate is 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 very nothing this child has got a very innocent slate you just write it down whatever you feel writing on him so you can write anything on on the on this tablet but quran is preserved on that tablet so whenever a person try to memorize it i ask this is recorded in the tablet and it is become preserved so Allah says bal huwa quran majid but this quran the reading is glorious it is glorious fi lawhim mahfuz it is preserved in a tablet and you can see in the world where is the quran believe me there is not a master copy of the quran which is being preserved in the minds there are in the places in Tashkent and in, in, in Russia, Turkey. Turkey, Istanbul, there are Qurans. But what is preserved in the tablet of a mind of a man, you cannot find that exact copy in the world. <coughs> the preservation of the Quran is in the, in the tablet of the mind of a man. Tablet of a, of a man. And it has been made copies all over the world without a difference of a comma or a full stop. So this is by its nature is a miracle of Allah that he has preserved the Quran, the reading in a tablet of a man. And that man may not understand a word of it. There are hundreds of peoples, people in the world who have been memorizing the Quran in all parts of the nationalities of the world. They may, they, there are people who understand the essence and the translation of the Quran in Arabic. But there are many people who may not understand the ayahs trans, of Arabic text. But it is preserved without a change of a dot.
So it is a miracle by itself that only the book of Allah can be preserved because it doesn't contain any contradiction. So this is also the tablet is preserved. We have come to know the reading is preserved in a written form and it is written in a tablet. <clears throat> Now why, why the Arabic language has chosen by Allah of the Quran? Is it for the Arabs only? Because people ask questions or people have questions in their minds. Why the Quran was sent down in Arabic? Why not in my language? What language I speak? Because it is easier for everybody to understand in the language of their own. But why Allah has chosen the Arabic language? Was the Arabic people were the first people that Allah addresses? Were the, the people that Allah addresses to mankind were the Arabs? You'll be surprised to know. There is not a single statement in the whole book Quran when Allah addresses the Arabs. Not one. He says, Ya Nas. He says, Oh mankind. Meaning the mankind with different languages of the world. Not mankind, oh Arabs. If I say, Ya Ahlul Arab. <coughs> That means Allah is addressing to the Arabs. No, he says, Ya Yuannas. Well, Allah has said that Allah has made the languages and the color of mankind. So he addresses, addresses the mankind of all languages of the world. Ya Alal Kitab, O people of the book, means all nationalities of the, of the world. Ya Yuannadina Amanu, O you who believe, meaning be believers of all nationalities of the world. Not only the Arabs. So people have this, has got this misconception that the, because the people who were, Allah was addressing were the Arabs, all time Arabs, that is why Allah chose this language, Arabic language. It is not so. There is, I told you not a single ayah, nobody can show me that Allah has addressed to the Arabs. He has described Arabs. He has described the believers. He has described the children of Israel. He has described the believers or the hypocrites or the kafir, the rejectors. He's describing all kinds of people's behavior. So it's not that only the Arabs are mentioned in the Quran. So now why Allah has chose the Arabic language? He explained this in this surah, Fussilat 41 and Ayah 44. <laughs> And if we have made the Quran the reading other than Arabic, definitely they would have said, why not its ayah signs are being in detail? What? non-Arabic and Arabic say it is a guidance and a healing for those who believe and for those who believe not there is a deafness in their ears and over them is blindness and they are those who are being called from a distant place now in this ayah Allah is explaining clarifying why he chose the Arabic language There is a question in the ayah 
and that question by itself explains that why he changed. He says, If we have made the Quran other than Arabic, meaning other than Arabic means English, or in German, or in French, or in local or international language of the world, other than Arabic means all the languages of the world. If Allah has made the Quran other than Arabic, any language of the world, then Arabic. So Allah says, So they would have said, why not ayats are explained in detail? Means the, the Arabic language in this answer to this ayah, the question is posed by Allah and Allah says there is a question by people. People have said, would have said, why not the ayats are detailed? So that means Arabic words are detailed or fusilat, mufassal language. Arabic language is mufassal, is a detailed language. So Allah chose the Arabic language not because of the Arabs. He chose the Arabic language because of it is a detailed language. So he says, if we have made the Quran other than Arabic, they would have said, why not the ayahs are in detail? Then further he says, Arabi. What non-Arabic and Arabic? Say for those who believe. Say for those who believe it is a guidance and a healing. So he explains first part of the ayah, explains the, 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 why the Arabic language is being chosen. Not because of the Arabs. Second, he explains that if you are somebody takes wants to take the advantage of being Arab, somebody wants to take the advantage of being Arabic person, so Allah makes him equal. But 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 further he clarifies if you are Arabi or Ajami means you speak Arabic language, or if you don't speak Arabic language, the guidance of from the Quran is for those It is for those who believe it is a guidance and a healing. Meaning if you are an Arabic person, you speak Arabic language, you speak Arabic understanding, you understand the Quranic Arabic, the understanding of this verse. But if you do not believe, if you do not believe, it is not a guidance and healing to the Arabs. If you do not believe, the criteria laid down by Allah is belief. So it is not the criteria that you speak Arabic, you can understand the Quran. And this is a misconcept that we must know Arabic language to understand the Quran. The Allah has laid down the foundation is belief. So there you can see in the world there are many Jews, Arabs, there are many Christian Arabs, there are many atheist Arabs. They can understand, they can read the Arabic Quran, but they, they, they don't believe it, so it is not a guidance to them. But if any Arab or if any Ajam who believes in the ayahs, then it is a guidance and a healing for mankind. It says, Qul Say for those who believe, it is a guidance and a healing. So people who believe, in the ayahs, it is a guidance and a healing. 
في آذانهم وقر وهو عليهم عما أولئك ينادون من مكان بعيد and those who believe not in their ears is deafness and over them is blindness and they are those who are being called from a distance place so Allah further in the ayat is explaining those who believe not meaning the Arabs do not believe or the Ajam do not believe so it is a deafness in their ears and on them is blindness they can't see and it is as if they are being called from a distance, distance place that you, they can't hear properly so ladies and gentlemen in this ayah Allah is explaining very clearly the Arabic language was chosen by Allah not because he wanted to address the Arabs it was chosen because of its it is detailed language before because of its mufassal language since the Arabic language of the Quran is mufassal so Allah chose this Arabic language because it is a detailed language and then further he explains Arabi, what non-Arabic and Arab what Ajam and Arab say for those who believe meaning Ajam believes Hidayat Shifa guidance and healing if Arab believes guidance and Shifa healing and this guidance if you do not believe and Arab doesn't believe it's not a guidance and Shifa so remove this misconcept of knowing Arabic language but you must understand the Quranic Arabic I'm talking about the dialects people there are there are at least 13 different dialects different dialects in the Arabic world like people Saudi Arabic is different than the Dubai or, or, or Abu Dhabi or about Sharjah or if you go to Bahrain or if you go to Syria or if you go to Egypt or you go to Iraq like, like in Punjabi basic Punjabi is a language in Pakistan but if you go to different cities there is a various variations of languages similarly there are 18, 13 different dialects of the Arabic language and there is no person in the world in this planet earth who speaks Quranic Arabic do not get this misconception nobody speaks Quranic Arabic they are using the Quranic words in, a, in the Arab world but Quranic sentences and the, these ayah, these are ayahs and they have come from Allah and nobody can reproduce this. So this we have come to know that Arabic language was not because of the Arabs, it was because of the <coughs> Mufassal language, detailed language. Now we come to, to the ayah that where, when the Quran was revealed and what is the purpose of the Quran. In Surah Al-Baqarah 2, ayah 185. شَهْرُ رَمَضَانَ الَّذِي أُنزِلَ فِيهِ الْقُرْآنِ هُدًا لِلنَّاسِ وَبَيِّنَاتٍ مِّنَ الْهُدَى وَالْفُرْقَانِ فَمَنْ شَهِدَ مِنْكُمُ الشَّرَفَ الْيَسُمُ Ramadan is the month in which Al-Quran, the reading, has been revealed as a guide for mankind and a clarification from the guidance and from the criterion. So from, from you, whosoever witnessed that month, then he should fast in it. <clears throat> in this ayah, Allah is explaining the, the time factor or the Quran, when the Quran is being revealed. When the Quran is being revealed. The Quran is being revealed in the month of Ramadan. This is the ayah says this. Ramadan is the month 
in which the Quran is being revealed. Now, ladies and gentlemen, have you seen the Quran being revealed in the month of Ramadan? Have you seen? Have you seen, ladies and gentlemen? You have not seen Quran being revealed in the month of Ramadan? Excuse me, yes. Have you seen? In the whole world, I'm asking, in the whole world, non-Muslim society, whether you live in America, whether you live in Russia, any part of the world, I'm asking you a question. How the non-Muslim come to know that what is going on in the Ramadan, in the month of Ramadan, what's going on in the month of Ramadan for people? One is the fasting. One is the fasting. Now, excuse me. The other thing is what is going on in the month of Ramadan? Any new thing? Taravi. And what you do? It is a recitation of the Quran. It is being revealed in the month of Ramadan all time. The whole world comes to know. The whole non-Muslim world comes to know that the Quran is being revealed in the month of Ramadan. I'm not saying you have proof. You can verify any part of the world. Whether you live in America, you live in Russia, China, any part of the world. There are mosques and the Imam is, is reciting the whole Quran. It is being revealed. That's why I said, Shaharu Ramadan ladhi unzila fi al-Quran. Shaharu Ramadan ladhi unzila fi al-Quran. Ramzan is the month in which the Quran is revealed. Hudallin nas. What is the purpose of the Quran? Is a guidance for mankind. You see, first first portion was the the Quran is the mean is the month. The Quran is being revealed in the month of Ramadan. First part of the, we come to know the time or the revelation of the Quran every year in the every year in the month of Ramadan it is being revealed. Every year we come, we, the month of Ramadan comes and we fast in it. The second point is it is the purpose is the guidance for mankind. Guidance. How can you take guidance? You see, the, I, I give example, a very simple example, if you go to any part of the world and you want to uh, roam around in that city, you ask a guide book of that city, a guide book, which tells you that this is the position you are standing, that guide book. This is the place where you are and from that place, there is a map on that, in that book. In the guidebook, there is a map, the streets and this and every, you know, it's a descriptive map which tells you this is where you are and this is the destiny. You can choose the destiny from that location where you are and you can travel. You can travel to different places in the book of guidebook and you can reach the destiny where you want to go. Destination. You can reach the destination where you want to go. Similarly, the Quran contains ayats or the verses. You know your position where you are standing, meaning you are full of wrongs and rights. You have committed wrongdoings. You know some, some of the wrongdoings you have committed. And you know that there are right things I am also doing. So you know the location where you are right now. You read the ayats and it tells you that how to take guidance. It tells you how to take guidance to reach the final destiny is the Jannah and the peace and tranquility in this world, Islam. That you attain peace in your life and in the society. The Islam is there. 
Peace is there in the world. You have to enter into Islam. You have to enter your psyche into Islam. So you want to, if you want, the guidebook is there. The Quran is a book of guidance. The Quran says it is a guidance for mankind. So first you must identify, identify yourself where you are, what is your location, where are you standing in the world, and how to take guidance so you get peace in the world and get garden on the day of judgment. And on that day, that is the purpose, not knowledge, not only knowledge, guidance. The purpose of the Quran is the guidance. It guides you to have good life in this world. رَبَّنَا عَتِنَا فِي الدُّنْيَا حَسَنَا وَفِي الْآخْرَةِ حَسَنَا وَقِنَا عَزَابَ النَّارِ That, oh, our Lord, give us good in this life and good in the hereafter and defend us from the fire. We don't want to burn ourselves. So this book is guiding you. There are the governing ayahs, which by virtue you govern your psyche, your personality, so that you get garden on the day of judgment and peace in this world, in your life and the surroundings. This is the purpose. The, this, and there are, this is how you can take guidance from the Quran, the reading. And it's a clear signs. And there are clarifications from the guidance and from the criterion. You see, what is a criteria? The Quran is also a criterion and, a, and from the guidance. Clarification. Quran also clarify. It is, what, what clarification? That you may think in your life that, that this is right. This is right. So Quran is a criteria to judge between right and wrong. There are things which you think is right and there are things you think, things that you think it is wrong. So how would you come to know exactly what is right and wrong? So Quran is a furqan, a criteria which tells you what is right and wrong. It gives you the, it is a touchstone to find out from true from false. So you take guidance from the Quran and that is a criteria. It also gives you the criteria that there are certain things that you have done good in the world and there are certain things you have done bad. So Furqan, Quran is a criteria which is tell you, telling you what is right and wrong. Similarly, it is also clarifying things. It also clarifies in your mind because you get confused. Because you at times think that you are right, but Quran clarifies, no, this is wrong. And one of the examples is reading of the Quran without understanding, you think it is right. Don't you? How many people think that the reading of the Quran in Arabic without understanding is right? Come on, tell me. And how many people in the world are non-Arab people are reading the Quran without understanding a word? Do you think, do you think they don't, don't you think they think it is right? At least I am reading the Quran in Arabic. Whether I understand, Allah knows my heart, He knows. I am reading in Arabic. You see, there are people who are reading the Quran in Arabic without understanding. So they think it is right. Establishing the Salah without understanding the Ayahs. They think it is right. So I can tell you number of things which people are thinking it is right, but actually they don't know what is right. The Quran is a clarification. It clarifies how it is right. When you read any book of the world, believe me, I have come across nobody if I want to read Bhagavad Gita or the Bible or Avesta or Vedas, any book, religious book, 
Nobody will tell me, if you want to understand this book, you must read some other book. You read it, open the study reading Bible, and in which language? In the language that I read. So who is stopping anybody to read the Quran in the language? The translations are there. But people are not reading in translations. But they are reading other books. They are reading everyday newspaper. Every day. They can't go to toilet if you don't read this newspaper. Imagine, but you can't read the Quran in translations at all. You are telling the educated class to read the Quran in translation and the educated person, yes, I must read it. But he has been taking education from the childhood and the first day he read it, anything he read it with, with understanding. But for Quran he has to be educated by reading it in translation. Yes, he understands it, but he doesn't read it. An amazing thing for this book, believe me. So this is what Allah says, it is the clarification for those who want to clarify. And فَمَنْ شَيْدَ مِنْكُمَ الشَّرَفَ الْيَاسُمُ And so whoever witness this month of Ramadan, he should fast. So that means Ramadan is a month in which we are fasting and we see in the world that all the Muslim people of the world are fasting in this month of Ramadan and they are listening in the Tarawi, the Quran is being revealed every night of that month. The Taravi, in the Taravi, listen to the Quran. Now we'll see what the Quran Allah has to say about the ayahs that explains, because I've been hearing from my life and my, in my childhood and most of the time, that Quran is a very difficult book to understand. You must have knowledge of science, you must, knowledge, you must have knowledge of science, history, geography, and many, many aspects of the world to understand logic and traditions or the Bible. You must know so many subjects to understand the Quran. And it's very difficult also. You can never ever understand the Quran. So in the Quran there in Surah Al-Qamar, Surah Al-Qamar 54 Surah and Ayah 17. Allah says, وَلَقَدْ يَسَّنَّ الْقُرْآنَ لِلذِّكْرِ فَهَلْ مِمْ مُدَّكِرِ Without doubt, we have made Al-Quran, the reading, easy for remembrance. Then is there any that will receive, that will remember? Now, this ayah is Surah Qamar, Surah Qamar 54, Surah and Ayah 17. Then Ayah 22, then Ayah 32, and then Ayah 40. In Surah Al-Qamar, Qamar, there four times, 17 ayah, that is in front of you. Then in the same surah, surah Qamar, 54 surah, 22 ayah. Then surah Qamar, 54, 32 ayah. Then surah Qamar, 54, 40 ayah. This ayah is been repeated four times in one surah. To emphasize that we have made the Quran easy for you to understand and remember. Is there any that will, will, will is there any that will remember? So it, Allah is posing a question to the reader that we have made the Quran easy for you to understand and remember. Is there any that will receive uh, admonition or will try to remember? So suppose if I don't want to <laughs> uh, remember or take guidance on the Quran, so it's very difficult for me. It is very difficult. It is easy for those who want to take guidance, who want to remember. You put your will into it, 
then it becomes easy for you. If you do not put your will, it is difficult. And that is why people say it's difficult. And believe me, the Quran is the book of Allah. Remember, it is the book of Allah. It is discussing many subjects. Many means all subjects of the world. But there are subjects that is not directly related to your lifestyle. Remember this. It is describing the skies. It is describing the planets. It is describing the mountains. It is describing the how the rain occurs. It is all scientific facts. <coughs> I have to say, Amanna Sadakna. If I come to know by science how it works, okay, fair, good enough. But even if I don't know how it was, I believe that because I see in my own eyes the verification how the rain falls. It's enough for me. But there are ayahs that I have to govern my life. That is more important and they are very, very simple and straightforward. Because my psyche is made on that governing ayahs. I cannot marry my sister. I know this. Where did I know? Who told, you, who told, who told me in my childhood? I cannot marry my mother. Where did I got this information? Adultery is wrong. Who told me? You see, there are things in the, in the world that is inborn in you. Quran is a book of verification. It verifies this, the truth in you. So it's very easy for you to understand and remember, but the person who wants to understand. So the, the, the ayahs that are governing ayahs, by what you have to govern your, your life, it is easy for you to remember. But if you want to look into the scientific theories and facts about Quran, so there are sciences, it's limited. It has got theories and facts. And the, when the Quran... When the, when the ayahs are factual, the theory should be fact. If there are theories in science, it will not be coherent or be similar to these Quranic facts. Once it becomes a fact, then you can see the Quran verifies. Otherwise, it rejects. So there are limitations to science. If you have come to a fact, the Quran has already said that thing before because it is coming from the Creator. Since He has created us, He is telling you exactly how it works. So that is why the Quran said it is, it is made easy for you to understand and remember. Or if you, if you want to do, if you will not, then you will say it is a difficult book. The Quran is difficult. Now the first surah and the first, further ayah surah Ar-Rahman, the teacher, the author, the author himself, Allah, he says, Ar-Rahman, Allam al-Quran, Khalaq al-Insan, Allamahu al-Bayan. Ar-Rahman is the name of Allah, the most gracious. Allam al-Quran, he taught al-Quran the reading. Khalaq al-Insan, he created man. Allamahu al-Bayan, he taught him the clarification. Four little ayahs and the, it's full of wisdom, believe me. Ar-Rahman is the name of Allah, means the most gracious. Allam al-Quran. Allam al-Quran means he taught al-Quran the reading. English means he taught the Quran the reading. So who is our teacher? Allah. So you cannot blame anybody in the world that this man is teaching wrong, this man is teaching wrong, and this man is you pointing fingers. It is God Almighty knows you. You don't want guidance. So he's not teaching you. So it is very easy to find faults in man. This Molana, this guy, this man is like this and this. It is Allah knows your hearts. 
So you don't want to learn from him. First of all, you must understand who is the teacher today. The teacher is Allah al-Quran. It is Allah ar-Rahman, the most gracious. He taught the Quran. He teaches the Quran. So it is you and Allah directly involved in understanding the Quranic guidance. It is no other person. A pointer, me like me, a pointer can show you the ayats. A non-practicing Muslim, a Christian, a non-practicing man can show you this verse, pointer, a pointer. But it is your own belief that will give you guidance. If you believe that God is your teacher, Allah will teach you. Believe me, Allah will teach you. If you don't believe, you look for others. You are asking other people to teach you about the Quran. And then if you think this is not according to my psyche, you put a finger to him, then you go to another guy. And then you go to another guy. And you keep on going here and from here and there. So this going from here and there, you know Allah knows your heart. So if you want to learn from Allah, so Allah al-Quran, he, he teaches the Quran. Khalaq al-insan, he clarifies that it is he who has created you. He knows your in and outs. He is the person who can teach you. You have to be honest to him, not to man. You can fool me, I can fool you. But you can't fool Allah. So he has created you, he, is the, he can only teach you the Quran. No human being can teach anybody the Quran. I said no human being, except for the messengers. Because messengers are the medium by virtue the message comes to us, Muhammad Rasulullah and all the messengers. I said man like me, ordinary people like me and you, cannot teach the Quran to anybody. It has to come from Allah. And because you have to believe in Allah, Ar-Rahman, Allah al-Quran, Khalaq al-Insan, He has created man, He knows every individual, his environment, his status, his mind, He knows everybody's mind. So He knows what capabilities and capacities you have and He knows how He can guide you, how He can teach you with your all merits and demerits. Nobody is equal. In our daily system, look at the daily system. In the daily learning process, you know the difference between Allah's judgment and man's judgment. Man makes classes, rooms and subjects. They are not interested in what background you come from or what is your problems. They are not interested. They, they fix up a, a, a course, six months course or months course. And they expect the children to learn in that month. Whatever goes in this child's mind, they are not interested. They, they give you a dateline and they ask the questions that uh, the question from that uh, the teaching that were taught and the child has to answer them without realizing what background he come from what is a rich man or a poor boy or a poor, they want answers but it's not with Allah like this this judgment Quran Allah is going to make the judgment of every individual because every individual have a different society and a culture and a background. So Allah is the best of the judge. From what he has come from and from what he has learned and from what he has taken the guidance. So it is the, he is the best of the judges. He has created man. He will teach the Quran. And further he says, He will teach him the clarification to clarify things. Allah will teach him the clarification. So in these ayahs you must understand the author of the Quran is Allah. The teacher is Allah. He will teach the Quran. Khalaq al-insan, he has created man. And further he says, he will teach him the clarification. 
So man has to realize, has to tawakkal or trust in Allah while reading the Quran. While reading the Quran, he must trust Allah that he will teach the Quran. So further Allah explains how to read the Quran and who is your enemy. Surah Al-Nahal, 16 Surah and Ayah 98, 99 and 100. فَإِذَا قَرَأْتَ الْقُرْآنِ when you read Al-Quran, the reading. So seek the protection of Allah from Shaitan the stone. Surely he has no authority over you, those who believe and who put their trust in their Lord. Surely his authority is only, though, is only over those who take him as protector and those who join partners with him. In two, two aspects, you must understand that first of all, there are people in the world who have got doubt that this book is not from Allah, the non-Muslims. The non-Muslims do not believe this book is from Allah. They don't believe this. So that means, according to the non-Muslims, they think that the Christians and the Jews and the Hindus, all these non-Muslim people, believe in their books and they think and in all the religion there is a concept of Satan the Shaitan the Shaitan okay so they think that this Quran since is uh, this Quran is not the right book in their point of view so they think it's the devil's book Astaghfirullah you understand what I'm saying they think it's the Shaitan's book right so now here if you read uh, you show this verse to them when you read the Quran, first is Billah Mina Shaitan Rajim. So seek Allah's protection or the protection of Allah from the Shaitan, the stone. So if this book is from Shaitan, Astaghfirullah, if the book is from the wrongdoer, why would he seek say, seek Allah's protection from them from me, the Shaitan? Isn't it logical? So that means this, this book is not from Shaitan. I'm talking now to the non-Muslims who are hearing this lecture all over the world. These people, they must understand that if it is this book is from Allah, he says they seek Allah's protection from the shaitan. Because shaitan's job is to astray people from the right path. And believe me, while we, we people are reading the Quran, we follow, A'udhu Billahi Minash Shaitanir Rajeem. I seek refuge with Allah from the shaitan, the stone. I say this because of this ayat. Before reading the Quranic ayahs, before taking the guidance, I must read, A'udhu Billahi Minash Shaitan Rajeem. I seek refuge with Allah from the shaitan, the stone. Why I said it? Because Allah says, Faida Qurat al Quran. So when you read the Quran, first ties Billahi Minash Shaitan Rajeem. So seek Allah's protection, the protection of Allah from the shaitan, the stone. So remember, the shaitan job is to misguide you. And Allah's job is to guide you. So you have to come into the protection of Allah. So Allah is saying, seek Allah's protection. Now, whenever, remember this, this book, Quran, is the only book in the whole world. 
which exposes the shaitan which exposes the shaitan so the, the when shaitan being exposed he will make sure that you don't read the quran and you will note when i say you don't read the quran it you must understand i'm talking about english in language in translation not reading of arabic when i say you will make sure the shaitan will make sure that you don't read the quran so you think in your life did you came to your house and make sure that you don't read the quran in translation did christian came to you in your lifetime and uh, and make sure that you don't read the quran in translation did hindu came to you and make sure that you don't read the quran in translation this atheist came to you that you don't read the quran in translation who stopped you in your life who all your life who stopped you who is stopping you not to read the quran in translation shaitan he is the most intimate friend of yours of all mankind he has taken the responsibility of misguiding all time and we people are being enemy to each other pointing fingers wasting time it is your shaitan affiliated to you who is making sure that you don't read the translation because the moment you read in translation you come to this verse ya allah says seek allah's protection from the shaitan the stone so i make sure mentally i make sure that i seek allah's protection i am not just saying verbally audhu billahi minash because the moment i seek allah's protection any thought any programming that comes in my mind has coming from shaitan so i must throw it away when i'm reading an ayah you must read an ayah nakedly because these thoughts comes in your mind these thoughts when you're try, trying to ponder on the consider on the ayahs the thoughts comes in your mind and that is shaitan is putting in your mind so this is how you have to take protection from allah when you understanding the ayat this thought that comes in your mind repel it i know i know i know this i've been hearing all my life stop it let me think what allah is telling me now from in a naked eye because it, it covers you the moment you read an ayat it covers it, it it covers your mind from any historical event or from other things it becomes a part of history think as allah is speaking to you directly so allah further explains so he has no innahu laysa lahu sultan ala alladhina amanu wa ala rabbihim yatawakkalun surely the shaitan he has no authority over those who believe and who put their trust in the lord if you are reading an ayah and if shaitan comes through your in your thoughts and and you you, you repel him and if you have authority on allah that i am reading allah's book i am seeking allah's protection i will never ever listen to the ayat or i will never ever listen to the shaitanic thoughts which are coming in my mind then only you can understand the ayas of allah and the quranic guidance because we have from the childhood we are more friendly to the satan than allah's ayas because we are in touch with the shaitan all our lives because we get in touch because we are not reading the quranic understanding from the childhood we we come in an elderly age and we think of reading in the translation so before you got in touch with who the shaitan so he says no authority has he over those who believe and who put their trust in the lord and further it says innama sultanu ala alladhina yatawallawnahu walladhina hum bi mushrikun surely his authority is only over those who take him as protector and those who join partners with him so the shaitan becomes the authority 
on those people who him, themselves are taking part us, who him, themselves are making friends with this, with this shaitan in the thoughts, in the thoughts. And once you become a partner or a, when you become a friend of shaitan, so what you did? You never bothered to read in the translation. Because he made sure, look, if you read the Quran in translation, you will be misguided. You don't understand Arabic, you will be misguided. If you read the Quran without understanding under the Mulana, you will be misguided. There are hundreds of arguments. If you read it yourself, you will get confused. Don't make an attempt. Don't make an attempt because there are many different schools of thoughts. Go to someone, he will give you his thought. Go to someone, he will give you his thought. Don't read it nakedly because you get confused because you come to know the truth of Allah. So you must understand there are many schools of thoughts. Many different schools of thoughts have got their own concepts of the thoughts. They are not talking about the Quran. They give you the school of thought. We are talking about Quran. We are trying to educate you why the Quran is not being read and understood by people because it is you and the devil, your friend, friend who has made you have become, he says, surely his authority is over those who take him as friend, who take him as protector and those who join partners with him. It is we, 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 we people, hum, ourselves have made the shaitan our friend all our lives. It is not the other people and there are many, you know, you cannot even think and imagine You, the person when he says you can't understand the Quran because you don't know logic. You can't understand the Quran because you don't know Arabic. You can't understand the Quran until you know Hadith. You can't understand the Quran because you have to know this. There are many, many, it is Allah's book because you are very impure. You cannot understand the Quran because you have been in wrongdoings. You are full of wrongdoings. Only the righteous people you think, to whom you think they are righteous, they have understood the Quran. So there are many, many unrefutable, so many arguments. So you must today must understand who is stopping you. I am not saying them as Satan, remember this. I am talking that any idea or thought that comes in your mind, when you try to read the ayahs of Quran, seek Allah's protection and have trust on Him. He has treated you. He will guide you. He will give you the clarification. You have to have trust in God Almighty. Everybody knows Him is God. Everybody. You must have trust in Him that He will guide you. Don't think that you are too bad or very weak to understand. They may have make and understand. Allah knows you. Allah knows everyone. So in Surah 96, Alak 96, He commands. اِقْرَ بِسْمِ رَبِّكَ الَّذِي خَلَقْ خَلَقَ الْإِنسَانَ مِنْ عَلَقْ اِقْرَ وَرَبُّكَ الْأَكْرَمْ الَّذِي عَلَّمَ بِالْقَلَمْ عَلَّمَ الْإِنسَانَ مَا لَمْ يَعْلَمْ Read with the name of your Lord who created. Created man out of cloth that clings. Read and your Lord is most honorable. He who taught with the pen, he taught man what he knew not. Now, normally these verses are understood that it was given to Muhammad ﷺ in history. Normally. We don't go into that debate, but I know for sure. Because it states, look, اقرأ بسم ربك الذي خلق Read in the name of your Lord who created. What? 
خلق الانسان من الق he created man out of cloth that clings are you not a man who is here sitting is not a man come on everybody is a man you understand insan so he is commanding every man of all times through muhammad rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam and it was a command that read iqra bismi rabbikal ladhi khalaq read in the name of your lord who created khalaq al insana min alaq he created man from cling that clings or alaq that clots then he is against it iqra read wa rabbukal akram and your lord is most honorable alladhi allama bil qalam he taught man again insan alladhi allama bil qalam he taught man with the pen allama al insana again insan man he taught man which he knew not so if you note in these five verses there are two times is read and there are two times is insan man and when i say read it it implies with that read means with understanding if you look up at the dictionary and you read look at the uh, meaning of the word iqra or read it under, it is understood with understanding it doesn't mean iqra bismi rabbikal ladhi khalaq khalaq al insana min al i not understand anything iqra wa rabbukal akram alladhi allama bil qalam allama al insana ma lam ya'lam not like this i don't understand anything it means with understanding when allah said command was read this command is given to man through muhammad rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam is read in the name of your lord we, the word is bismi look iqra bismi rabbikal ladhi khalaq read with the name of your lord who created with the name with the name whose name is the name of your lord you have to read the quran first you have to seek allah's protection fa idha qara'at alquran fastaiz billahi minash shaitanir rajim when you read the quran you have to seek allah's protection from the shaitan the stone now here is iqra bismi rabbikal ladhi khalaq read with the name of your lord who created so i say bismillahir rahmanir rahim with the name of allah most gracious most merciful here the the second aspect comes because he says iqra bismi rabbikal ladhi khalaq read with the name of your lord who created so i say bismillahir rahmanir rahim with the name of allah most gracious most merciful so these two are linked because you have to first seek allah's protection from the shaitan the stone the second you have to say with the name of allah not with the other other people name not the other people's name you can you can understand karan otherwise you will do shirk you will associate allah with somebody else with the name of allah bismillahir rahmanir rahim <coughs> with the name of allah most gracious most merciful means i am with allah with the name of allah he is most gracious he is most merciful he will teach the quran he will give me clarification it is he who will teach me you have to have trust in him so remember this command was given iqra means read and read means with understanding and with the name of your lord who created you have to read with whose name 
with the name of your Lord, not with any other person's name. Again, if you will involve any human being, you will not understand the Quran. Again, it is the matter between you and Allah. With the name of your Allah. So he says, He's clarifying that he created man from cling, that clings. So it is, command is to the man. Then further he says, Read and your Lord is most honorable. Again he says, the most honorable, he will honor you. Then further he says, he's taught man with the pen. Only man writes, you know. If man can write with his two fingers, or if he can't write with his finger, then he'll write it with left hand. If his left hand is broke, then he'll write his, with his feet. Then he can write it with his mouth, then he can write. But no monkey, <coughs> no animal can write. Do you know this? This nature of writing is given to Allah, is given to man. The writing with the pen. Then he says, He taught man which he knew not. This is very important ayat. Meaning first is two times he says read. That means if we all of us, whenever we will read the ayahs of Allah's Quranic ayahs, whenever we will read the ayahs, Allah says, Allah insana malam yalam. He will, he will teach man which he knew not. That means whatever you will understand from the ayahs of Allah, you know not. When you will read the Quran in understanding, in translation, in its essence, you will get the understanding from the ayahs of Quran which you never knew before. What? The programming. The, pro the programming done by the culture or the society that I I'm born in. I'm born in a Christian society. I'm born in a Muslim society. I'm born in a Hindu society. Anywhere you are born and brought up in the culture. And when you read the ayahs of Allah, you will come, the knowledge that will come from you, you never knew before. This is what I'm, Allah al-insana malam ya. You think you know the Quranic understanding or the philosophy of the Islam. But the moment you start reading the information that comes from the book is which you knew not. That's what I'm trying to emphasize. So he says, Alladhi allama bilqalam allama al-insana malam yalam. He will, he teach you, he taught man what he knew not. The knowledge that comes from the book after reading the ayahs in translation with, with naked seeking Allah's protection, reading with the name of Allah most gracious, most merciful, and having sincerity with the ayahs, you get the knowledge which you knew not. Believe me. Surah Al-Qayyama 75 and Ayah 16, 17, 18 and 19. <laughs> similar sort of ayat with it that is Quran do not move your tongue so that you make haste there with it surely on us is to collect or accumulate it and to read it so when we read it, follow its reading. Then surely on us is to clarify it. Then further, Allah 92, Ayah 12, surely on us is the guidance. Now in these three, four ayahs, Allah has taken the complete responsibility of making sure that it is He on Him is the guidance. First He says, 
is teaching us not to how to read the Quran. So he says, with it, Quran, do not move your tongue so that you make haste with it. How people read the Quran, you know how we read, they read the Quran, how? Slowly or fast? Huh? Fast. So he says, do not make, do not move your tongue so that you make haste with it. So it is basically, it is educating the so-called us and all time through Muhammad Rasulullah and everybody, do not make haste with reading when you're reading the Quran. You have to read Quran in, in, in full concentration and, and even if you want to memorize it, you don't have to read it again and again fast. The, 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 the process is mentioned, do not move your tongue so that you make haste with it. So I, I just want to give you a cross reference. You write down with you. It is not in your booklet. It's Surah Taha 20. Just write down on this verse, Surah Taha 20 and Ayah 114. Allah is the king. The truth is high. And do not make haste with the Quran before its inspiration is, is complete to you. And say, O oh my Lord, increase me in knowledge. This ayah is interlinked. This, here it is saying, Wala ta'ajal bil Quran. Do not make haste with the Quran. When you're reading the Quran, do not read fast. Do not make haste with the Quran. Min qabl. Until before its inspiration is complete over you, meaning its essence or the understanding is complete over you, do not go further. Ponder, tadabbur, until the inspiration is complete over you. And say, ilma, and say, O oh my Lord, increase me in knowledge. Which knowledge? Not your exam knowledge. That you want to pass the exam, no, no, it is referring to the Quran. The context is the Quran. It's a portion of the Quran. It is nothing to do with your own studies. It is this. Do not haste with the Quran. Min qabal from before and yuqza. It completes ilayka towards you. Wahyu is inspiration. And say, oh my Lord. Increase me in knowledge of which knowledge of the Quranic understanding. People are just taking this phrase of an ayah and reading it for their own examinations or their learning process. They have to appear in the exam. They want they want to learn. They say Wakur Rabbi is in the three times and then start reading the, the any subject. This is related with the Quranic ayat. So don't take it out of context. Anyway, we come back to the ayahs. Inna alayna jama'ahu wa qur'ana surely over us is to accumulate jama' and to read it. So Allah is saying that when you will not make haste with, with the Qur'an, so Allah will accumulate the Qur'an where in your heart and mind or in the tablet. It is for us to collect, accumulate and to read it. Inna alayna jama'ahu jama' you understand jama' in Urdu jama' Add, collection, accumulate. Wa Qur'ana and to read it. So Allah is telling us that the Qur'an was accumulated by who? By Allah. By Allah in all times. 
in your minds and in the world existence. Inna alayna jama'u. So people think that people, man has, has compiled the Quran. They have accumulated the Quran in history. No, no, it says, Inna alayna jama'u. It is for us to accumulate or compile or to collect it. It is his responsibility and he makes sure that the Quran is accumulated today in the hearts or the minds or that is on the tablet. Preserved. Fi mahfuz. It is preserved in the tablet. So Quran is being preserved because Allah has made so. He said it is for us to accumulate it and to read it. Faida qara'nahu Qur'ana. And when we read it, follow its reading. Allah is reading now. Faida qara'nahu. When we read it, follow its reading. So Allah reads the Quran, we have to follow the reading of the Quran. So Allah says, read, we read. Iqra, then we say Iqra. We just repeat what Allah is asking us to read and we have to follow also. Thumma inna alayna bayana. Then it is for us to clarify. And the further it says, inna alayna al-huda. So it is for us, is the guidance. So ladies and gentlemen, we must be very clear in our minds. Before we read that it is Ar-Rahman, the most gracious, he has taught the Quran. Teaching is on the, on Allah. Then the accumulation, to accumulate, is on Allah. To collect or to jama is on Allah. Then he clarifies the concepts, is on Allah. Then he guides, is on Allah. Then he taught man with the pen, is on Allah. So all the things, responsibility of taking guidance, giving guidance, is on Allah himself. Teaching is on him. It is being taught in the whole world, not just simply reading the Quran. I am talking about the understanding. The Allah teaches the Quran. He gives guidance. He makes sure that he gives you clarification. It is all the things he has taken the responsibility on him for guidance. So you cannot just uh, pass the buck to other people. It is Allah all the time giving guidance. So we have come to know these ayahs. From these ayahs, it is the guidance that Allah is guiding, guiding the people. Allah, it is the responsibility of Allah to clarify. It is the responsibility of Allah to teach man the Quran. It is not human beings. We have to, we have to understand, we can share. But ultimately, when you read, even if I'm reading the ayahs, and even if you're listening to the ayahs, it is on the authority of Allah, Allah will guide you. I am just reading. It, it is between you and Allah. Remember this. Now, now I read few ayahs, the, 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 the authenticity or the explanation or the accusation made on Quran and the, how Allah clarifies it. In Surah Al-Isra 17 and Ayah 89. وَلَقَدْ صَرَّفْنَا لِلنَّاسِ فِي هَذَا الْقُرْآنِ مِنْ كُلِّ مَثَلِ فَأَبَا أَكْثَرُ النَّاسِ إِلَّا كُفُورًا And without doubt, we have inflected. That is the systematic description of process in a given language. For mankind, in this Al-Quran, the reading, every kind of masal, example, then the majority of mankind refuse except with ingratitude. In this ayah, Allah is telling us 
that min kulli mathal that Allah has given every kind of example in the Quran where it is necessary for man to take guidance he has given he's given us examples to explain a situation like Jannah garden he you know there is a description of Jannah there's a description of garden he in one of the ayat he says it is an example so Allah gives examples in the Quran for people to understand various things so Allah says he has given every kind of example for men to take guidance but people Allah says they majority of the people refuse accept with 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 ingratitude not shukr they don't they are not thankful so I just give you cross reference two examples examples from the Quran just write down the reference Surah Al-Baqarah 2 and Ayah 26 إِنَّ اللَّهَ لَا يَسْتَعْيِي أَنْ يَذْرِبَ مَثَلَا مَا بَعُوذَةً فَمَا فَوْقَهَا فَأَمَّا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا فَيَعْلَمُونَ أَنَّهُ الْحَقُّ مِنْ رَبِّهِمْ وَأَمَّا الَّذِينَ كَفَرُوا فَيَقُولُونَ مَاذَا رَادَ اللَّهُ بِهَذَا مَثَلَا يُضِلُّ بِهِ كَثِيرًا وَيَهْدِ بِهِ كَثِيرًا وَمَا يُضِلُّ بِهِ إِلَّا الْفَاسِقِينَ Allah is not shameful to strike an example of what is the lowest as well as what is above it. That is the truth from the Lord. Those who believe know that this is the truth from the Lord. And those who reject say, what Allah intends with this example? With, his, with this example, he strays the majority and he, he guides the majority with it. And he does not strays people with it except those who are liberals. Now, first of all, I would like to explain to you most of the people in this people I discussed, they quote this complete ayah, they don't quote this complete ayah, but they quote a portion of this ayah. And I read this portion, they say, Yudillu bi kathira wa yahdi bi kathira. Yudillu bihi kathira wa yahdi bi kathira. And he says, they say that Allah astrays with the Quran and Allah guides with the Quran. This portion they read, Yudillu bi kasira wa Yudillu bi, sorry, Yudillu bi kasira wa Yahdi bi kasira. Yudillu means he stays with it, with this Quran, and wa Yahdi bi kasira, and he guides with this Quran. They read this portion and try to emphasize, you are reading the Quran, maybe Allah is misguiding you. Because you have taken the responsibility on yourself to trust in Allah to guide you and to start reading. He said, you maybe, and there are very big, big people, scholars of the Quran, they have been misguided by, by, uh, by the Quran, because the ayah says so. It is a bad, bad way to say this. It doesn't mean like this. Now, I will explain the whole context of this ayah is that Allah is not shameful to strike an example. Allah, I'm, why I'm reading this ayah? To explain to you that Allah has given many examples. So this is one of the examples that Allah has mentioned. Allah is not shameful to strike an example. What is the lowest? Lowest of lowest of example is mentioned. And what is the high above it? So Allah is giving example, lowest example or the highest above. And he's not shameful to do so. The lowest example or the highest above example is given by Allah. So those who believe know that it is from the truth from the Lord. So people who believe that example and take guidance, it is that they understand it is coming from the Lord. 
But those who reject say, what Allah intends with this example? This attitude, the people who want to say, what Allah intend, intends with this example? That is the behavior of those people. So Allah said, with this example, he's changed the majority of them. Who are those people who have questioned the example, what Allah intends with this example? And the other majority of them, he guides with the same example. Further, further clarifies, وَمَا يُضِلُّ بِهِ And he does not misguide except those who are liberals. You know people who take liberty over rules? You understand liberal? Fasik is a liberal. He doesn't want to follow. He's a liberal person. For example, you have to read the Quran and it says do not drink, suppose. Do not gamble. I take liberty, I know the ayah, but I take the liberty and I'm gambling. So who am I? Fasik. According to I take it, I'm a liberal. You know liberal people who take the liberty over the rules. Oh, what's the problem? I can do. I, I, so I'm taking the liberty over the rules. Is a liberal, is a fasik. So Allah, in this ayah he says he does not misguide except those who are liberals, who are fasik. So Allah does not misguide by the ayah. Remember this. Allah guides people from the Quran ayahs and Allah guides the people who, from the examples also, but Allah does not guide those people who are liberals, who are understanding the ayat, and they are not following the ayat, they are taking the, the liberty of not practicing. They are the fasik. So they are being misguided by the example, and who say that what Allah intends for this example. So this is how people are getting misguided. One of the examples in further is three, Surah Al Imran 359 verse is not in the booklet, just note down the reference. Inna masala Isa in the laika masali Adam min turabin fayakun. The example of Isa, Jesus, in the nearness of Allah is is the like the example of Adam. He created him from dust, then said to him, Be, and he was. Now this in this this is the, in the, the, the example is mentioned about Adam. Inna masala Isa indallahi kamasali Adam. The example of Isa, peace be upon him, in the nearness of Allah is like the example of Adam. So that means Isa Salam is also an example in the Quran, his birth or whatever is mentioned in his life, is an example for mankind. Like Adam is an example that he created from dust. Adam was created from dust and Allah said, Then he said, be and it is. So what I am trying to point out, these two, Allah, Allah said, Allah has described every kind of example, smallest or the above. So what I was emphasizing was that Allah has given us all kind of examples for us to take guidance. But we may not understand at times. So we put a charge that what Allah intends by this example. So we should be watch out. Surah Al-Furqan 25 and Ayah 33. And they do not come to you with any example except we come to you with the truth and with a beautiful tafsir explanation. Ahsana now here Allah says they that people do not come to you with any example 
Now people are also giving examples, trying to explain things. So Allah said, they do not come to you with any example. We come to you with the truth. We give the most beautiful explanation of tafsir. But in the world there are many tafasir written by man. That man has written down many explanation of the ayahs. No? But the most beautiful tafasir is given by Allah. He says himself, وَأَعْسَنَ تَفْسِيرًا وَلَا يَعْتُونَكَ بِمَسَلٍ إِلَّا جِئْنَاكَ بِالْحَقِّ وَأَعْسَنَ تَفْسِيرًا And they do not come to you with any example except we come to you with the truth and the most beautiful tafsir or explanation. So in the Quran there are many ayahs themselves they tafsir the explanation of if you question here or if you give an example here there is an explanation somewhere else in the, in the Quran you have to search you have to do some homework and once you start finding out answers in the ayahs these ayahs that are found out answers to your questions are the most beautiful tafsir from Allah any question that comes in your mind any clarification that you look forward in the Quran the most beautiful tafsir that Allah does is from the Quranic ayat itself. Now I'll read few two, three ayahs related to the, the challenge and the authenticity of the Quran that is coming from Allah, the real source. Because, because people have doubts and their doubts can be cleared very easily. Surah Al-Nisa 482 ayah. Al-Quran وَلَوْ كَانَ مِنْ إِنْدِي غَيْرِ اللَّهِ لَوَيَدُوا فِيهِ اِخْتِلَافًا كَسِيرًا And do, do, do they not consider, ponder Al-Quran, the reading, if it had been from other than Allah, they would surely have found in, in it much discrepancies or contradictions. Now this one ayat is holding the foundation of all the religious books of the world. Challenging the whole the religious books of the world. Remember this. It says, do they not consider the Quran with care? Do they not consider Quran? Do they not consider the Quran or read the reading that I'm reading? Ponder the Quran, the reading. If this reading, this reading was from other than Allah, like for example, this Bible I hold in mind. This is good news Bible. If it is from other than Allah, meaning Quran, this is also, you read this Bible, this is also Quran. I told you in the beginning, any reading of any book is Quran. If this is from other than Allah, then they, you will found many contradictions in the book. Any book other than, coming from other than Allah, any book coming from other than Allah, you will find many contradictions in it. Do they not consider the reading the Quran? If this Quran, if this reading is from other than Allah, if the Bible is from Allah, then there should be no contradiction in it. If it is not from Allah, you will find many contradictions in it. So we have come to know from the Christian eminent scholars, there are 5,000 errors, blunders in the Bible. 
I am not saying it. The scholars themselves, the Christian scholars, are saying that there are 5,000 errors in the Bible. So the Quranic ayat holds firm. Any book claiming from God should have no contradictions. You see Vesta, you see Bhagavad Gita, you see a hadith there are Sahih and Zaif. You know, there is no hadith, this 100%. You can't say that there is, this book does not have a doubt. So they have also divided, there are contradictions. So I am telling you there is no book, any book coming from Allah, claiming to be from God, must be free of contradictions. So the books other than coming from Allah are full of contradictions. And believe me, a very surprising aspect is that if I ask anybody in this hall to write an essay on anything, and you give this essay to me, when you have, maybe you write, say, 50 lines. And I ask you, give me these 50 lines, I put it here in front of you. And I give you another blank sheet and ask you to write it again, the same essay. You will not be able to write it exactly as you wrote before. This is man. You know, man talks in contradictions. All the time he's contradicting his own self. He doesn't know this. So he know, that is the claim of God. If Quran, do they not consider the Quran, the reading? If this reading is from other than Allah, any book from other than Allah must have contradiction in it. And you take up any book in the, in the world, you will find many contradictions in them. So that means they are not from Allah. In other words, Quran is from Allah because it doesn't have any contradiction. So this is referring to other books. So in other words, Allah is telling that all the books are not from Allah because they have contradiction in it. You think that Bible is from God, but it has got contradiction. It is not from God. So the proof is any book claiming to be from Allah must be free of contradiction. That's the challenge. And this little verse is holding, is, is telling you whole mankind to take this test, put this test on Quran and put this test on any religious book and you will find many contradictions, leave it out. The ayat is 100% the truth that they have got contradictions. All the books of the religious books have contradiction in it. And further it says, what is Quran? Then there is a doubt of the Quran that this is not the actual Quran which was revealed in the so many years back. This is again a doubt. So Allah says in Surah Al-Asra 6:17 and 88, I am reading those challenges and authenticity of the ayats of Quran. Say, if the whole of mankind and jinns, the shielded ones, were gathered together to bring with the likeness of this Al-Quran, the reading, they could not bring the likeness of it, even if they back each other. You know, Allah is saying that the reading, that, that the jinns and the ins are put together. The whole qalla inishtama, you know, gathered together, everybody. The jinns and all of you gathered together. 
And Insanjin means all of you, the Insanjins, all of you gathered together to produce the Quran like this. Meaning the Quran that we have in our minds and that is preserved without change of a letter or dot. So the people there have got some ideas that the Quran was, the revelation of the Quran that was given to us is not preserved now. It has got some, some less ayas or surahs. Some people think, think like that. So Allah is telling, okay, jinns and his, bring that Quran, the like of it. So this challenge is standing today that all the jinns and mankind put together to produce the Quran like, like, like this, they cannot produce it. The answer is also given. They cannot produce it, produce it even if they back up each other with the help and support to try to produce the Quran. There were 40, 40, 40 surahs, the 30 surahs and 40 siparas or what, 10 siparas. You bring, you can never bring. The Quran is preserved in the tablet by Allah. بَلْ هُوَ قُرْآنٌ مَجِيدٌ فِي لَوْحٍ مَحْفُوزٌ He has made it preserved and you can see it on the ground. It is preserved. <laughs> the moment you try to add, will be thrown out. Because all, all mankind knows it's preserved. So that's what I said, that whole mankind and the jinns put together to produce a Quran, they can never produce it. And they can be not able to do it. The whole Quran we are talking about and all the jinns and mankind of all times put together. Then we go to another surah, similar uh, challenge Allah is putting on the man because people are doubting, still doubting. Surah Al-Baqarah 2 and Ayah 23 and 24. وَإِن كُنْتُمْ فِي رَيْبٍ مِمَّا نَزَّلْنَا عَلَىٰ عَبْدِنَا فَأْتُوا بِسُورَةٍ مِّن مِّسْلِ وَدْعُوا شُوَدَاكُمْ مِن دُونِ اللَّهِ إِن كُنْتُمْ صَادِقِينَ فَإِن لَمْ تَفْعَلُوا وَلَن تَفْعَلُوا فَاتَّقُوا النَّارَ الَّتِي وَقُودُهَا النَّاسُ وَالْحِجَارَةُ عُدَّتْ لِلْكَافِرِينَ And if you are in doubt from what we have revealed on our servant, then come with a surah, chapter like it, and call your witnesses besides Allah if you are truthful. So if you cannot do it and you will never be able to do it, then fear the fire whose fuel are people and stones which is prepared for the rejecters. Now in this ayah, Quran is a book so much, you know, with 114 surahs. Now it says one surah here in this ayah. If you are in doubt as to what we have revealed on our servant, then produce one surah, one chapter. Quran has got 114 surahs. 114 surahs, the Quran, we you know Quran contains 114 surahs. It says the whole jinn and mankind put together to produce a Quran, they cannot produce even their backup. Now people said, big thing, okay, Allah says, if you are in doubt as to what we have revealed to our servant, then you produce one surah, like it. One surah. And the smallest surah is, inna atayna kal kawsar, fasalli rabbi ka wanhar, inna shane ka walabtar. Small surah. You see, it is not something, amazing that it is not something like a poetry, or it is a fusion of a poetry and prose. important thing is that why Allah is so confident, you know, I've thought over it. How is it that possible that Allah is 100% confident that no man can write like Allah? You know why? Because we are all created being. We do not have the knowledge of everything. So we cannot write any book 100% truthful. We cannot. Number one. 
Number two, to this books, this challenges, this challenging that I, that I'm reading is proving the authority of Allah Himself. You saw the authority is what? It says, وَإِن كُنْتُمْ فِي رَبِّ مِمَّا نَزَلْنَا لَعَبْدِنَا فَاتُوا بِسْرَةٍ مِمِسْلِ And if you are in doubt as to what we have revealed to our servant, this statement, we have revealed, we, first person speech, God, Allah Almighty says that we have revealed on our servant. Who is this we? This is Allah. Now the question is that if you try to act or say something on behalf of God, if suppose I say that I have created this world, how would you take it? No, this is what I'm trying to convey. This book is full of it. We have created you. We have created the skies and the earth. Who is this person speaking? Man? Can a man say this? There is not a book on this planet earth which speaks with so authority and which says that I am doing it. And people in the world have not been understood this little, little aspect of the Quran. The Quran is the only book on the face of the earth which speaks in first person speech and what it says in further the first, I mean we, I mean I can so say we, I can say I, I, I have uh, created the skies, I can say, but nobody will accept this. I have created the skies and the earth, but the Quran says we have created the skies and the earth, so who wrote this? No man can say and no, no man in the whole world will accept it's a man written book. Because nobody man can say this. And it will never be accepted by any person, a sane person to accept that man can write these things. So Quran is the only book on the face of the earth which speaks, Allah speaks in first person that we have, that we, if you are in doubt as to what we have revealed on our servant, then you produce a surah like it. This is the authority of Allah Almighty. He can say this. No man can write any book. I have written something. You can also not write it. <laughs> you, but any man can say, okay, I, can, I know much better. There is always a man better than you. Always, always, remember. You are not the champion of the world. The Creator Almighty can say these words. Not the created being. A created being can never ever utter the beings or uh, a sentence or like a creator. He can imitate and do blunders. As the Bible is supposed to be, the Bible is supposed to be the word of God. Suppose I am using the word and you see blunders in the Bible. Why? Because it's a man-written book. So no man can write or imitate like Allah's book. So that is why there's a book of Allah, Quran stands clear, separate. I didn't identified as the book of Allah because he speaks with first person in plural tense. But what the sense after that he says, no man can say and will be accepted by any man at any given time that a man can say these words. That is how you can understand that the ayahs that I am reading is from Allah. But people in all time, I am reading some behaviors, they do reject. And how they reject Fusra 41 and Ayah 26. And those who reject, listen, they say, 
Listen not to this Quran, the reading, and talk ungrammatical in it, ungrammatically in it, so that you may overcome. You know, if you if you talk to people who know a little bit of Arabic, and if you discuss these ayahs, if you read the Arabic and translate, they start talking grammar. You know grammar, Mumba Sheikh? I said, no. Then you are in problem. And then the, the grammar, the subject and the sense that was we were discussing, we go separate and the grammar becomes, comes in front. And that grammar, they make grammar also ungrammatical. So that they may overcome. That grammar is also ungrammatical. They become ungrammatical. They twist in the languages. So let's say, وَقَالَ الَّذِينَ كَفَرُوا And those who reject, لَا تَسْمَعُوا لِهَادَ الْقُرْآنِ They said, do not listen to this Qur'an. The reading which is coming from Allah. وَالْغَوْفِهِ And talk ungrammatically in it. So that you may overcome. So this is going on. In the, in, if you come into discussion with people and you quote the translation, they will always bring, you know Arabic, if you say, no, I don't know Arabic language, they will start bringing the grammar into it. Where, and they will also use ungrammatical statements, means nonsense, which is not even grammatical, grammar. So further he says, these are the people, behavior of the rejectors. Further, Surah Muhammad Wasallam's names, 47, Surah Ayah 24. Afala yatadabbaroon al-Quran, amala qulubin aqfaluha, do they not consider, ponder al-Quran, the reading, or on the hearts are its locks. Locks. The hearts are Locked by people. There's a, there's, you know, every door has got a special lock. There are different doors and different locks in the world. You may have seen many locks. So there is a, the hearts have got locks, special locks, not to really understand and read, understand the Quran. This lock is put on the hearts, not to understand the Quran. Because Allah says, in Allah, Allah also put a seal on the hearts, for those people who do not understand and reject. So a special lock is put on them. So Allah is putting uh, on the hearts are its locks. So the locks, if the locks are there, they don't understand. And sometimes they also themselves put, because they don't believe in the last day, and the lock is put on them. So hearts are on the locks, their hearts are locked up. This, I am reading the behaviors of the rejectors. Surah Al-Asra 17 and Ayah 45-46. وَإِذَا قَرَاتَ الْقُرْآنَ جَعَلْنَا بَيْنَكَ وَبَيْنَ الَّذِينَ لَا يُؤْمِنُونَ بِالْآخِرَةِ حِجَابًا مَسْتُورًا وَجَعَلْنَا عَلَىٰ قُلُوبِهِمْ أَكِنَّهِ أَنْ يَفْقَهُوهُ وَفِي آدَهَنٍ وَقْرًا وَإِذَا ذَكَرْتَ رَبَّكَ فِي الْقُرْآنِ وَحْدًا we put between you and those who believe not in the hereafter an invisible hijab veil. And we put the coverings over their hearts and that they should understand it. And the deafness is in their ears. And when you mention your Lord, Him alone in Al-Quran, the reading, then they turn away on their backs fleeing. Now in this ayah, Allah is explaining again those people who reject, those people who do not believe in the hereafter. What is the hereafter is that every man has to die and will be resurrected, he will come back to life again on the other side. And then he has to give his account what he has been doing in this world. So people who do not believe, 
that they will die and will come back to life and they have to give their account is hereafter, after this life. So if you do not believe that you have to pass the exams on the other side, so you will not study here. This, this examination is going on. This process is going on. You have to, you are in the examination that you are doing everything is being recorded and on the day of judgment it will be presented to you. So now if you do not believe in the last day, Allah says that, Allah says while you read the Quran, فَإِذَا قَرَاتَ الْقُرَانَ جَعَلْنَا بَيْنَكَ وَبَيْنَ الَّذِينَ لَا يُؤْمِنُونَ بِالْآخِرَةِ When you read the Quran, we put between you and those who believe not in the hereafter, a hijab, a veil invisible. A hijab, a veil invisible. You cannot see that hijab, but people who do not believe in the last day or in the hereafter, Allah puts a hijab or a veil between the reader of the Quran and, to the, and between the listener. So the person who, whom Allah puts the veil, what happens to him? We put the coverings over their hearts. وَجَعَلْنَا عَلَىٰ قُلُوبِهِمْ أَن يَفْقَهُوهُ وَفِي آذَانِهِمْ وَإِذَا ذَكَرْتَ رَبَّكَ فِي الْقُرْآنِ and we put the coverings over their hearts that they should understand it. And the deafness is in their ears. And when you mention your Lord, Him alone in the Quran, the reading, they turn away on their backs fleeing. So people who do not believe in the last day, Allah puts a hijab, a veil, invisible, number one. And then He put a covering over their hearts that they, under, they understand the Quran. So you see, when a person says, he cannot understand the Quran. You know what's going on? According to this ayah, it is Allah has put a hijab unveil. Allah has put a hijab, a veil, that he does not believe in the hereafter. He does not believe that I will die, I will come back to life again, and I have to give my account. He doesn't believe that. So what? if you don't believe that, what Allah does is, he put a hijab, a veil, and he, on his heart, he, he puts a, a covering so that he cannot understand. So can you see in the world, this kind of people, that this hijab, you can see the hijab avail, that people are reading the Quran in Arabic. You see the veil? They, they can understand. You understand what I'm saying? Majority of the people are reading the Arabic Quran, non-Arabic speaking people, and they, this veil is there, they can't understand. First of all, I start with this. The Ajami people or the people who do not understand the language Arabic, when they read a Quran, if they don't believe in the hereafter, you see so many people in the world are reading the Quran and there is a veil is there, they can't understand. This ayah says we put a covering over their hearts, they should understand it. And the deaf is in their ears. And when you mention your Lord, Him alone in the Quran, they, read, they turn away on their backs fleeing. So you, can you imagine this? That the majority of the people, the Quran is the book of Allah that has been read 24 hours by mankind and the most read book in the whole world. The maximum book that ever read in all times is the Quran. All the time people are reading the Quran. 
24 hours people are reading the Quran all parts of the world I'm using the whole world and it is understood very less minimum people are understanding why is that so because they don't believe in the hereafter that's Allah says those who believe not in the hereafter we put an invisible hijab veil and we put the coverings on their heart they should understand it so ladies and gentlemen it is not me putting all this on you people or I am one of them remember this the day I realize the day you realize that you have to give your account then you will try to understand it and you want to pass the exams on the day of judgment so that is why Allah says not trying to that you should be afraid of he's also putting trying to put in your mind that fire you'll be put into fire so now this is the behavior of those people who do not believe on the last day and there are certain people who has taken this Quran as what look Surah Al-Furqan 25 and Ayah 30 وَقَالَ الرَّسُولُ يَا رَبِّ إِنَّ قَوْمِ اتَّخَذُوا هَذَا الْقُرَانَ مَحْجُورًا and the messenger will say oh my lord surely my people took this Quran the reading abandoning it and further he says Al-Waqiyah 56 أَفَبِهَذَا الْحَدِيثِ أَنْتُمْ مُدْهِنُونَ وَتَجْعَلُونَ رِزْقَكُمْ أَنَّكُمْ تُكَذِّبُونَ is it such a hadith event or a narration that you flatter and you make your sustenance that you falsify it now these two verses these two uh, three four verses uh, first of all the messenger is saying that my people وَقَالَ رَسُولُ and the messenger say يَا رَبِّ O my Lord إِنَّ قَوْمِ اتَّخَذُوا هَذَا الْقُرَانَ مَحْجُورًا بِشَكْ my people took this Quran abandoning it now who are the people of the messenger who are the people of Muhammad Rasulullah who are the people who the Jews or the Christians or the Hindus or the Buddhists all the non-Muslim are the people who have who are holding this Quran who are taking the name taking the name of Quran Muhammad and every, who are these people Muslims so these Muslims <laughs> we say Muslim but basically label Muslims actually we are hypocrites you know we must because nobody speaks about you know we are believers Muslims and non-Muslims the Mushriks the Yahudiyah the Nasara where are these hypocrites you see people talk about Muslims people talk about Yahudis and the Nasara right actually the Yahudi is a label Yahudi Yehudi means the Jew and Nasara the Christian if you say the Jew is a label Christian and you Muslim also label all these three labels are fighting actually you are a hypocrite basically because why the messenger is saying my people took this Quran for abandoning it my people because everybody in the Muslim community has this Quran in his house everybody most I think there, there will be a, a maybe in Arabic or translate I don't know about the translation but Arabic Quran will be there in the house in the house everybody has this Quran right but how many people are trying to ponder and understand it very few very few so actually we are holding it but we are abandoning it abandoning means you are not trying to follow it we are not trying to understand it so Allah says وَقَالَ رَسُولُ يَا رَبِّ إِنَّ قَوْمِ تَغَدُوا هَذَا الْقُرَانَ مَحْجُورًا and the messenger will say Oh my Lord, surely my people took this Quran, abandoning it. 
So it is we, we people have to take up the Quran and take guidance. First we have to understand it, we have to take guidance and then we have to educate those people who are the non-Muslims. We people have abandoned it, abandoning it, how can we educate others? And on the day of judgment, Muhammad Sallallahu is not uh, making any plea for other activities. Some people are writing books on him. Like for example, he used to walk like this, he used to sleep like this. You know, there are many things written about him. He didn't say anything about the sunnah or the hadith, anything, except the people took this Quran for, for abandoning it. Only Quran. Because people say that we Muslims have deviated from the Quran. We say, but once you talk about them, they're talking about again the other things. Quran means the Quran. If you talk about the Quran, then quote continuously Quran. Like you have come to a lecture, we are totally continuously quoting ayahs, 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 ayahs about the Quran. This is talking about the Quran. If I say Quran and then something else, then Quran, I am talking about Quran. Quran means the reading of Allah's, Quran, Allah's book. So this Quran should be read. This Quran is being, Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam is, is saying on the Day of Judgment that my people took this Quran, abandoning it. Not any other thing. The rest you are following. So it is not the question of that thing. The point is the Quran is being abandoned. And he says further, Is it such a hadith, even narration, that you flatter? I have not read the book and I will not read it, but I am talking about the book. People are talking like this. All what you, everything is in the book. It's the most amazing book. People should study. I am giving this sermons without quoting any ayat from the Quran. This is, you saying, this is flattery, only flattery. Because you are not <laughs> educating how the Quran works. It's just saying about the, you know, outside, from outside, I'm, the, I've heard, you know, they say that, the, the people say the non-Muslims, you see the non-Muslim scholars, they say the Quran is the most beautiful book in the world. But the Muslims are the bad people, the followers are very bad people. So everybody is flag giving flattery. They are doing flattery for the book. But nobody wants to follow. So Allah says that even the Muslim, so-called label Muslims, Allah says this messenger will say, my people took this Quran and abandoning it. And further say, is it such a hadith, even narration you flatter? And you make your sustain that you falsify it. And وَتَجْعَلُونَ رِزْقَكُمْ أَنَّكُمْ تُكَذِّبُونَ Two things we are doing it. Once you are flattering about the book, the second thing, if somebody quotes an ayah, you falsify it by bringing some other book. The moment you quote an ayah to a person, it is being falsified by quoting, you don't believe in hadith, you don't believe in sunnah, you bring these two things. You make your livelihood, you make your sustenance to falsify the ayat. If the ayat is brought to you, the in essence, you make your livelihood, you make your sustenance, you falsify it. How you falsify it? Well, you don't, if, 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 suppose a statement in the Quran, if I tell you the Quran says this, and all the scholars say, if you see a Quranic statement, if any hadith is in contradiction, you reject the hadith. You accept the Quranic ayat. You may have heard this. But in reality what you do, you don't reject the, you reject, you try to reject the Quranic ayat. You don't reject the hadith. 
you make sure that it stands as it is. How many hadiths have been thrown out from the hadith books which the Quran have rejected? No, the zaif and hadiths are lying in the book. So basically you are trying to falsify the ayah. You make your lively sustenance. It says you make your sustenance to falsify it. When ayat essence comes forward, you listen to it and then you don't analyze it. You don't make Quran as a judge, a criteria to judge between the right and wrong. You say, no, no, it's all right. This is also right. That is also right. You don't come to any conclusion at all. You have to take up the decision that Muhammad Rasulullah is saying, my people took this Quran and abandoned it. First statement. Then he says that you have taken this hadith event as a narration, as a flattery, just flattery. Recitation with, with qiraat, beautiful qiraat. You understand what flattery is and what falling is? If you are a boss in any, in, 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 you know, have to, we have to educate what is, if you work in, a, in an organization and then there are certain people who do not know the job, they keep on flattering the boss. And those who know the job, they don't flatter, they do the job. So the boss knows who's flattering and who's, who's just uh, doing the job. Similarly, Allah knows people who are following Allah and His Messenger and who are just flattering. Oh, now you don't want us to do hamd. Hamd tarif baritala. Hamd. We have to do hamd. Praise Allah. Do you know Allah, Allah can teach you how to praise Allah? You don't have to make nas. That is, we have to give nas. We want to praise Allah. What, what is this going on? So this is all flattery which Allah is not interested in. So this, I end this last ayat of this lecture, Surah Al-Hadith 57 and Ayah 16. Alam yani What? Has not the time arrived? for those who believe that their the hearts humble for the remembrance of Allah and what is revealed from the truth, they should not become like those who were given Al-Kitab, the book from before. So long period pass over them, then their hearts become hard and majority from them are fasiqoon, liberals, take liberties over the do's and the don'ts. What? Has not the time arrived after listening to the talk, people should think, anybody should think, has not the Allah is asking for the believers, has not the time arrived for those who believe that their hearts humble for the remembrance of Allah and what is revealed from the truth that they should not become like those who were given Al-Kitab from before. Long ages passed over them and their hearts hardened, became hard and majority of them are fasikun. This book is in our houses. Time is passing by and we do not know this book. It's going on. So Allah is asking, Alam That has not the time arrived for those who believe that their hearts humble for the remembrance of Allah, number one, and what is revealed to them. What you have understood today, the essence that has come to you, you reveal unto you, they should not be uh, revealed to you from the truth. And they should not become like those who were given Al-Kitab from before. We have been given, we are the people who have been given the book from before in our past time, our past. In our past life, we have been given the book from before. And long time has passed. My age, 
my time factor is going on. Long ages passed over me and I was not, uh, long ages passed period over, over them and their hearts become hard. They didn't want to open the book and find out what's going on in the book. So it is, the past is our past. Over them and their hearts become hard and majority of them are fasiqoon. What is fasiq? A person who's a liberal minded, who take the liberty over the do's and don'ts. So liberty of not understanding the Quran in translation first of all. And if you understand any translation, ayat, which is a governing ayat, we have to follow the ayat. You are not following the ayat. And they say, I'm a liberal minded. Liberal means you're taking liberty of all the do's and the don'ts. You kill somebody, I'm a liberal minded. You, you do some wrong acts, I'm a liberal minded. You have to control your liberty. There is rules and regulation, any system of the world. There is no such thing as you have to be liberal. You have to follow certain rules and regulation. So I end, end this by the question answers. Jazakallah, Brother Muhammad Sheikh. Uh, thank you for your enlightening talk. Uh, as per our uh, uh, tradition, we now have an open forum of question and answer session. Uh, however, there are some ground rules for that. Uh, kindly restrict your questions to the topic that was discussed today. And that topic is what Al-Quran says about Al-Quran. Please pose your questions in simple form and refrain from making long speeches and debates because it is already quite late and we have a few people who wish to ask questions. So keep your questions brief. First of all, the ladies that are sitting here, uh, the sisters, they will have the opportunity to ask their questions first. Please make full use of this opportunity. Uh, Brother Muhammad Sheikh happens to be one of the few people who provides you this platform, that he has spoken on some Quranic verses and he allows himself to be questioned. Therefore, please do ask questions, don't feel shy. Please do ask any questions that are related to the topic. If there are any questions from our international viewers and listeners who are viewing us right now through the medium of the internet, we will take their questions uh, from them. So, Brother Muhammad Sheikh, please. Awesome. Five ayahs of Surah Allah were the first revelation. What I would like to know is what is the sequence or the order of revelation in Quran? Okay, yeah, the question is that uh, I read an ayah, Surah Allah, 96 chapter. It's in the booklet also. If you open that booklet, it's page number. You can open this booklet also. Surah 96 chapter and ayah 1 to 5. I read this ayah. Iqra bismi rabbika alladhi khalaq khalaq al-insana min alaq. Iqra wa rabbuka al-akram alladhi allama bil khalaq. Allama al-insana ma'alam ya'alam. Now, I have to first explain to you, I, when I was delivering this talk, I told you that this address is through Muhammad Rasulullah is addressing us, the man, insan, because it was mentioned two times. So what is the order of revelation of the Quran? You know, the Quran itself describes the order. 
and it also described that it was it was uh, revealed in stages. So you have to go to Surah Al-Baqarah 2. Can you open this? I, I Baqarah 2 and I 23 in the Quran. I just give down, wrote, write down the references that I refer to, and then we will analyze. And then there is uh, chapter Hud 11 and verse 13. Now, excuse me, everybody pay attention, especially those people who are attending for the first time. Uh, this is very important. In this ayah and Baqarah 2, look at me, in Baqarah 2, chapter 2, this is two words, two surah, chapter 2. It says, وَإِن كُنْتُمْ فِي رَيْبِ مِمَّا نَزَّلْنَا لَعَبْدِنَا فَاتُوا بِسُورَةٍ مِّن مِّسْلِ وَدْعُوا شُوَدَاكُمْ مِن دُونِ اللَّهِ إِن كُنْتُمْ صَادِقِينَ If you are in doubt as to what we have revealed on our servant, then come with a surah, one surah, besides Allah if you are truthful. In this Baqarah 2, second surah, Allah is asking to produce one surah, if you are in doubt, produce one surah, in surah 2. In Baqarah 2, he's asking one surah, come with one surah. Now in surah Al-Hud, 11th surah, 10, 11, okay? In 11th surah it says, Am yaqulun aftara, verse 13, Am yaqulun aftara, qul fatu bi ashari subarin, mitlihi muftarayat, wad'u man istata'atum min duni Allah in kuntum sadiqeen. Or they say, he forged it. Say then come with ten surahs, fours like it, and whomsoever you can call besides Allah if you are truthful ones. In the second surah, Allah is asking for one, bring one surah. In eleventh surah, Allah is asking to bring ten surahs. What do you understand by this? I am asking from those people who are listening for the first time. In the second surah is asking to bring bring one surah, and in eleventh chapter, eleventh surah is asking to bring ten surahs. If you are in doubt, you understand, brother? Excuse me. Are you listening? Do you understand? In eleventh surah is asking to bring ten surahs. In eleventh surah is asking to bring ten surahs, and in second surah is asking to do one surah. What do you understand? In 11th chapter, he's asking to bring 10 chapters. And in 2nd chapter, he's asking to bring 1 chapter. Like it, like Quran. You understand? No? No? Anybody? You don't understand? Okay. You see, the question, she's asking, what is the order of revelation? You know what order of revelation, how the Quran is today? The Quran is today, we have got in front. So, when you open the Quran, you start reading the first surah. I read Surah Fatih is the first surah. Now I come into the second surah and in the second surah, when I am reading the second surah, Allah is saying if you are in doubt as to what we have revealed, then produce one surah like, 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 like Quran. Bring one surah. In the second surah, he says bring one surah. Then I read it and I came to 11th surah. Then he says if you say you forge it, then produce 10 surahs like it. What do you understand? Anybody understand? In the second surah he says one and when he grants to eleven surahs Allah says bring ten like it. Who will, who will tell me? 
No, no, I'm not asking you. Yes? No, 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 you don't. No, no you don't get it. Anybody, you get it? No, you? you? No? No? In your mind, anything, anything? In second, Surah is asking, bring one. And 11 is asking, bring 10. What is the order of revelation? You understand? Sorry? In the 11th, he's asking not, not 12, not 13, he's asking 10. In 11th surah, he's not saying 13, 14, he's saying 10. 10 has already been revealed. In the second, he's asking one. You understand now? In the second surah, he's asking to bring one because before second is one. When he comes to 11, he's asking 10 because before 11 is 10. So this is the order of revelation, the question she was asking. But at the same time, I would like to make, I want to show you something else. You see, in the Quran, there is an ayah, uh, which, uh, which in Surah 17, and ayah 106. وَقُرْآنًا فَرَقْنَاهُ لِتَقْرَاهُ عَلَى النَّاسِ عَلَى مُقْسِنْ وَنَزَّلْنَاهُ تَنْزِيلًا We have divided the Quran, the reading, so that you read it over mankind at intervals, and we have revealed as a revelation. Now, in this ayah, Allah said that Quran has been divided by Allah. We have divided the Quran so that you, Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi to read people, read over mankind on at intervals. And we have revealed the revelation. So Muhammad Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam was reciting or reading the Quran to over mankind at intervals. Like for example, today we have come here and gathered here. I'm trying to show you the example we were reading Quran, what the Quran says about the Quran. Now in the Quran, the ayahs were placed as they were placed in the Quran. But we all were reading from different chapters and ayahs, different surahs and ayahs to understand the Quran because our topic was focused to the Quran, the word Quran. So different ayahs were taken from different places from the Quran surahs. So similarly, Muhammad sallallahu according to the scholars say that Muhammad sallallahu was reciting the Quran or getting the revelation of the Quran in different, uh, according to situation, according to shan and uzul The situation was about hijab, so the ayahs came. The situation was about the hijab, jihad, so the ayahs came. So you understand what I'm saying? The, the, the Quran that was revealed on Muhammad sallallahu and to the people at intervals. But the revelation of the Quran, the whole Quran is as we have today. Is Surah, surah Fatih is the first surah, Surah Baqarah is the second surah, Al-Hud is the eleventh surah. So this is the order is the same. But to the people, it was Muhammad Sallallahu was reciting the ayahs according to situations at intervals as per requirement of the people at that time. So Surah Alaq 96 chapter is read in the name of your Lord who created is, is not the first surah. It is the 96th surah, but the essence that it carries is that we have to read it. So maybe that according to situation, he must have told the world to read it. As I explained to you that it, we have to read with the name of Allah, most gracious and most merciful. So the, what I'm trying to emphasize that the Quranic order of revelation is as it is. Surah Fatiha and Surah Nas is the last. This is the order of revelation.
the proof the internal, internal evidence I showed to her is two surah says bring one surah in 11 surah bring 10 surahs that means these 10 are revealed before then 11 in the second he asked one but in one of the places it also mentioned one one but in the 11 is the proof that in the 11th he is asking for 10 that means these 10 were revealed there and then but according to situation he was Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa was getting the revelation and revealed to so you must also understand that we also Quran if you, you read the whole Quran from the beginning to the end there are many topics interlinked but once you have to take up a subject to understand one particular subject you have to collect the references of that particular topic as you came today the topic was about the Quran so I have collected few references of the word Quran and discuss here so that you may understand what is Quran what the Quran speaks about Quran but but they are in separate places in the surahs in different places this is also explained in the ayat surah 16 write down the reference uh, surah al-lahar 16 and ayah 101 وَإِذَا بَدَّلْنَا آيَةً مَكَانَ آيَةً وَاللَّهُ أَعْلَمُ بِمَا يُنَزِّلْ قَالُوا إِنَّمَا أَنْتَ مُفْتَرْ بَلْ أَكْتَرُهُمْ لَا يَعْلَمُونَ When we change the place of ayat with an ayat and Allah knows best what He reveals, they say surely you have invented it. But majority of them do not know. So Allah says وَإِذَا بَدَّلْنَا آيَةً مَكَانَ آيَةً The place of an ayah the place of an ayah is exchanged by Allah another place. The surah, this whole booklet, you don't see this whole booklet, you see? This booklet you hold, the, there are ayahs that are not in the Quran, in the order of the Quran. The booklet ayahs that are, you are holding. The place is exchanged by Allah. When Allah exchanged the place of an ayah with an ayah, Wallahu alam yunazil. Allah knows what has to be revealed. They say you have invented. So it is the process in all times. Whenever we have to understand any ayah, any topic, we have to collect the data of that particular topic from the Quranic surahs. Then we have to ponder. Then only you can understand the subject. But the whole Quran is as it is as today. So the order of revelation will remain the same as you see in the Taravi it is being read. But in discussions you will get this ayah from here and from here it will keep on transferring. Even in discussion also, even in, discuss, uh, in ex uh, explanation of one subject. You have to, even if you go to, to any person about the divorce, you, there's some problem about divorce. You go and ask him, Mulana Sahib, he will give you references of divorce from different surahs and ayahs to explain to you what divorce is. He will not say, okay, no, no, uh, only Bakra divorce I am telling you, you, are, you the, the Surah Talaq is 65 chapter, I will not discuss that. He will bring that ayat also, this ayat also, and all put together to solve the, what this actually divorce is. So this is how the Quran works, Allah's way. That if you want to take up a subject, you have to collect the references of one particular subject. That means Allah is changing the place of an ayah with an ayah. So they say that you have done it. So what I am saying is the revelation, order of revelation is the same. Surah Baqarah, second surah, surah Fatih, first surah, and surah Nas is the last surah. It remains constant and it is being rehearsed in the Tarabi, exactly the same. But it's understanding, even you are, and you people and I also understand in different, different, different ayat are understood from the Quran of different places, not from the beginning to the end.
Islam. Uh, my name is uh, Mrs. Arsalan. I want I want to ask if a person is sick, can he recite the ayats of Al Quran and get healed? Okay, one one of the ayat that I, I this question is that if a person is sick and if he recites the ayats, he can heal can be healed or not? This is also people write down ayas and then put it on the water and the ink goes in the water and they drink the ink basically. They're not drinking the ayat. So this is the question people are writing ayas maybe on their. You must understand ayas, Quranic ayas are to be read and to be understood and to, type and to take guidance. And the ayat that referred to in the, in the lecture also, meaning those who believe whether he's an Arab whether he's a non-Arab those who believe it's a guidance and a healing but that healing is not a physical healing it is a psychological healing why I'm saying because we get programmed the Quran is addressing to the nafs or the psychology it's not addressing to the physical aspect of our body if my hand is cut, Allah is not addressed to the, body, the hand, it is addressed to the psyche of man. We, have, we are a human being, combination of a body, body and a soul. So Allah is addressing to the nafs or the soul of a man. But, but once we are physically injured, it requires physical treatment. It doesn't require ayas healing. So you must understand how you are, you are healed. So there is an ayat in the Quran that if you, if you open this uh, Surah 17, Surah, and and that is 17 and 82 ayat it says wa nunazzilu min al-qur'an ma huwa shifaa'un wa rahmatun lil-mu'minin wa la yazidu az-zalimin illa khasara and we have revealed from al-qur'an the reading which is healing and mercy for the believers and it does not increases the oppressors except loss so now the question is that when you read the Quran and when you understand the Quranic essence, the essence of the ayahs, and if you amend your life, then it becomes a healing and a guidance to you. And people who believe, if you do not believe, it will not be a guidance. Whether you are Arab or you speak Arabic language, it is only for those who believe, it is a guidance and a healing. So if psychologically, if you are not... Uh, taking guidance, so it will not be a healing for you. It will be healing for those who believe. This is the important. But there is also one ayat, if you get sick physically and psychology, psychological, there is the ayat, surah 36, surah Ashura, uh, 26, Ashura 26, ayah 80. It is a prayer of dua of Ibrahim al-Salam. It says, وَإِذَا مَرِثُ فَهُوَ يَشْفِينَ It is, uh, mostly you will find this written in the hospitals. It says, when I get sick, not Allah doesn't sick, uh, put me into sickness. It's, Ibrahim says, when I get sick, it is you, who, you, Allah, you heal. So actually what your question is, recitation of the Quran, Quran must be read in its essence and sense, and then the correction that you do will be a healing to your psyche, not a physical, uh, this thing, uh, healing. Okay. I'm Mrs. Shadab Siddiqui. Okay. I would like to know, like you are saying that uh, 
we didn't make wazu be, uh, before touching the Quran. That is what you mean just no, now. No, yeah, for this ayat, uh, it says this one in Nawla Quran Kanifi Kitabi Maktun Layamasul al Mutahrun. This is this is a, this is for those people, uh, those uh, people who are reading the Quran, they reading and they cannot touch if they are not purified. So here I am referring to those people who may are not Muslims, but the book was given to them, and they wanted to read the Quran as a book. So suppose he is a purified person, means he wants to purify his life and he wants to get the essence from the book. If he reads this, he will touch it, whether he was physically impurified. But if he becomes a believer and he has to establish the salah, and if he reads the Quran, then he must be in wuzu and, and everything. After he becomes a believer, he will not touch the Quran without, if he is not purified. But here it is not mentioned, it is only for those. It is mentioned for mankind. Ah, yes, mankind. That means for everyone. That's what I'm that saying. All of us should be purified physically as well as how can Psychologically, you, yes. I know you think, you think yes. Muhammad Sallallahu wrote an ayah a letter, on a letter and sent it to Iran and I don't know where he sent these ayahs. So they all throw, this Quranic ayah, he read this ayah also in Arabic and it was thrown out by Khusru, Amir Khusru of Iran. So what I'm saying is that only people can touch this essence of the Quran, those who are purified. People who, read, who are listening to the Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi and he was reciting the ayahs in front of those people who were non-Muslims. They were not in wuzu, they were not purified physically, but they listened to the ayahs, but because their mind, they had a good mind, purified mind, they converted. So conversion takes place by, not by physical purification, psychological purification. And once they become Muslims, they have to establish the salah. And then they, they have good, high regards for Quran, so they keep in wuzu and then they touch this book. Good evening, Mr. Sheikh. Uh, my question is that in your entire lecture, uh, you haven't really mentioned an ayat which says that the Quran was revealed directly to Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him. Can you kindly elucidate a little okay. bit? Okay, your question. Actually, I, I will be, there is a lecture of mine which which discuss about the what what the Quran says about Muhammad as a messenger of Allah, and in that connection. There is an ayat in the Quran, different ayats of the Quran describing about his personality and of course the revelation. But since you are asking, the, the topic was about the Quran, uh, we can see that I will quote you if you open Surah 96, Surah Anam 6, if you have got the Quran, Surah Anam 6 and 19 ayat. It says, I read for you, Qul ayyu shayin akbaru shahada, qulillahu shayid baini wa bainakum wa uhiya ilayya hadal Quran. لِأُنْدِرَكُمْ بِهِ وَمَنْ بَلَقْ أَإِنَّكُمْ لَتَشْهَدُونَ أَنَّ مَا اللَّهِ عَالِيَةً أُخْرَى قُلْ لَا أَشَدْ قُلْ إِنَّمَا هُوَ إِلَاهٌ وَاحِدْ وَإِنَّنِي بَرِيءٌ مِمَّا تُشْكُونَ Say what thing is greatest evidence in evidence? What thing is greatest in evidence? Say Allah is a witness between me and you and this Quran is inspired to me to warn you with it and to whom it is delivered. Do you surely bear witness that Allah, that, that with Allah there are other gods Say, I do not bear witness. Say, surely he is one God and surely I am exempted from what you associate. Now, in this ayat, it was referred to Muhammad sallallahu It says, Qul, say to these people, Ayyu shayin akbaru shahada. What is the greatest evidence? How he has to prove to the world that the Quran is being revealed on him. So Allah explains, says, Qulillah, say, say that Allah, shaheed is a witness 
بینی و بین کم بٹوین ہم یعنی محمد صلی اللہ علیہ وسلم اینڈ مین کائنڈ وہ اوہ یا الیہ حاد القرآن اینڈ دس قرآن از انسپائرڈ ٹو می ٹو وانٹ یو سو دا دا آیا سورہ انعام سکس اینڈ آیا نائنٹین ریفرس ٹو دیٹ محمد صلی اللہ علیہ وسلم واز کمانڈیڈ بائی اللہ ٹو ٹیل دا پیپل سو واٹ از دا گریٹسٹ تھنگ ان ایویڈینس ٹو پروو دیٹ اللہ از انسپائرڈ ہم دا قرآن ہاؤ کین یو پروو دا ورلڈ سو اللہ فردر سے سے اللہ قول اللہ سے اللہ شہید از اے وٹنس بٹوین بینی و بین کو بٹوین می اینڈ یو وہ اوہ یا الیہ حاد القرآن دس قرآن از انسپائرڈ آن می لیون دی رقم ٹو وانٹ یو ومن بلق اینڈ ٹو ہوم ایور ڈیلیورس سو دس آیات از مینشن ان دا قرآن دیٹ محمد صلی اللہ علیہ وسلم واز کمانڈیڈ ٹو سے ٹو دا پیپل دیٹ قرآن از بینگ انسپائرڈ آن ہم اینڈ فردر اف یو نوٹ ان دا قرآن دیر از انادر آیات آئی ریفر ٹو از سورہ محمد اینڈ فورٹی سیون سورہ این آیا ٹو ولدین امنو و عامل الصالحات و امنو بما نزلا علام محمد وہو الحق من ربهم کفر عنہم سیعاتہم و اسلاب علام اینڈ دوز ہو بلیو اینڈ ہو ڈو کریکشنز اینڈ بلیو وتھ واٹ از ریویل آن محمد از بیپونیم and it is the truth from the lord he will cover about their badness hurts or ills and correct their conditions so these are the two references that i am referring to the topic was about the quran but if you ask the quran was revealed on muhammad sallallahu these are the references that this is how he said to the world he was commanded he made allah as the witness between him and mankind that quran was inspired on him and wherever it delivers the second is that those who believe and do corrections believe in muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam what is revealed on him so we believe we muslims believe that the quran was revealed on him okay thank you very much assalam alaikum shaykh wa alaikum my name is arsalan kalimi and i wanted to ask you that uh, since childhood we have heard that muhammad peace be upon him uh, will intercede for the muslims So can you kindly give a reference from Quran uh, proving this fact for you? You see, uh, the, the ayah that I read, وَقَالَ رَسُولُ Surah Furqan 25, Surah and Ayah 30, وَقَالَ رَسُولُ يَا رَبِّي إِنَّ قَوْمِ اتَّخَذُوا هَذَا الْقُرَانَ مَحْجُورًا He's not uh, interceding, but he's saying that my people took this Quran, abandoning it. He's not interceding. He's, 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 on the contrary, he's saying this, وَقَالَ رَسُولُ and, and the messenger says, Ya Rabbi, O oh my Lord, inna qawmi takhadu, hadha al-Qur'an mahjura, surely my people took this Qur'an, hadha al-Qur'an mahjura, abandoning it. You see, but there is an ayat in the Qur'an that what, what, you see, people are, I'm telling you, people believe, they listen to the ayahs, and then they reject. So there is an ayat in the Qur'an which Allah explains to people who do not take Qur'an seriously. You open Surah Tawbah 9, And ayat is 75 and 76 and 80. That is the context. وَمِنْهُمْ مَنْ عَاهَدَ اللَّهِ لَإِنْ آتَنَا مِنْ فَضْلِهِ لَنَصَّدَّقَنَّا وَلَنَكُونَنَّا مِنَ الصَّالِحِينَ And from them are those who took a covenant with Allah that if He gives from His bounty, then definitely will give sadqa charity. And we will become of those who correct themselves. So there are people who made a covenant with Allah 
that if Allah will give them, them from his bounty, they will give them sadqa charity. That was the covenant between Allah and these people. So now what happened with them? So further it says, فَلَمَّا آتَاهُمْ مِنْ فَضْلِ بَخِلُوا بِهِ وَتَرْوَلَّهُ وَهُمْ بِمُعْرِضُونَ But when Allah gave them from his bounty, they became stingy with it and turn away and they are those who avoid. So when Allah gave them bounty, instead of giving sadqa and charity, they became stingy. They did not give, they did not give sadqa when Allah gave them this bounty from the bounty. They, they become stingy. They did not give sadqa and charity. For this Allah said to Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam says, so to Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam says, استغفر لهم verse 80 استغفر لهم او لا تستغفر لهم ان تستغفر لهم سبعين مرة فلن يغفر الله لهم ذلك بأنهم كفروا بالله ورسوله والله لا يهدي القوم الفاسقين you see forgiveness for them these people who made a covenant with Allah that Allah will give him uh, bounty they will give sadqa When Allah gave them bounty, they did not give sadqa and charity. For these people, Allah said, if you ask forgiveness for them, you, do, you seek forgiveness for them, or you do not seek forgiveness for them. If you seek forgiveness for them 70 times, Allah will not forgive them. This is because they rejected Allah and His Messenger, and Allah will not guide the people who are liberals, to those who take the liberty over the rules. So what Allah is telling in these ayahs, that people who make covenant with Allah, here the contest is the, is the sadqa, but there are other covenants also we make and then we break it, and then we don't amend it. So in this contest Allah says, if you ask 70 times for forgiveness from Allah, Allah will not forgive them. It is not the intercession that the misconcept is being propagated by the people, For the, 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 the fact remains that the messenger is saying my people took this Quran for, and abandoning it and they are not making any covenant and they are making covenants with Allah and they are not fulfilling it so similarly he says Allah says to these people if you ask for forgiveness 70 times Allah will not forgive them because they reject because first they ask for that if Allah will give them out of bounty they will spend sadqa they give sadqa and they didn't give sadqa So in this context, Allah says, 70 times you ask for forgiveness, Allah will not forgive. So this sadqa business is very important in our life. And Muhammad is not anywhere in the Quranic ayahs interceding. On the contrary, he is making a plea to, the, to Allah that my people do, took this Quran, abandoning it. And they, are not, they didn't give charity and sadqa. And you can see this, this lecture also, sadqa and charity. Okay, right? Thank you. Assalamu alaikum. Wa alaikum. My name is Sabur Abdul Aziz and my question is uh, uh, from the ayat uh, Al-Qayamah 75 verse 18. It says, Faiza qara'nahu fattabi' qur'ana. So when we read it, follow its reading. So my question is that how we come to know that uh, Allah is reading and how we follow its reading. I don't know. Uh, I'm getting it properly or not? No, no. Uh, you, the question is, Faida, Qara, Nahu. Uh, Allah says, so when we read, Qara, when we read it, Fattabi Qur'ana. So you follow its reading. You see. 
So actually when, when you and me read the Quran in Arabic and you get the essence of it, so at that time the essence that you are getting it, that is Allah is reading. And then you follow that essence. Actually the one is the reading of the Arabic text, like right. half is the Quran. Right. There are, uh, uh, there are certain ayahs, you have got the insight, and there are certain calls which you don't have the insight. Right. So there are certain ayahs of, you have got the insight in the basarat, and there are certain ayahs you don't have the basarat. So when Allah says, So when Allah reads, meaning, I'm telling you in essence, that you get the essence of an ayah, then follow its reading, meaning you follow that essence that you have understood of that Quranic ayah. Yeah, follow or implement, follow or implement that essence of that ayah. That is the, when Allah is reading and you are following it. You understand what I am saying? Similarly, say, Sanukri Uga Fala Tansa. Fala Tansa. So I will, I will uh, read it, soon I will read it for you that you will not forget. That essence is that referring to. When Allah teaches the Quran, it's not just like Mulana teaches the Quran, reading. He teaches you the essence of the reading what you get the essence of that uh, message. So you follow Allah, when Allah reads it, you will not forget. And when He reads it, you follow the reading. That is referring to the essence of the message, the concept or the essence that you are receiving. That is the actual part. Thank you. Good question. Jazakallah, Brother Muhammad Sheikh. Uh, we have concluded the question and answer section in the hall here. However, if there are any questions through Pal Talk, uh, please come forward with those questions. If there are any questions, if there are any listeners at Pal Talk who wish to ask any questions, I request them to please bring their questions uh, to the attention of Brother Muhammad Sheikh. Uh, if you have any questions, please email us your questions and uh, inshallah we will look into replying to that. Uh, we will now bring uh, tonight's lecture to an end. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.